Does anyone have any questions? It's been a little while since we played. Where's Julian? <laughs> the ever-present question. <laughs> um, Other than that. Yeah, can't answer that one, but we could. Good. I could, but I won't. I shan't. Shots. You're going to have to earn it. Oh, man. quickly bailed out by your friend Murray. During his brief stay in the clink, he experienced a foreboding dream and got some more information from the likes of Erstel Floxen and Lord Orrin Groutland, both of whom are imprisoned for crimes committed during and in the aftermath to the bloodbath at Growlhoon Villa. Some choice tidbits. You learned that Lady Growlhoon has a lover whom she meets either at the docks or perhaps out in deep wap deep deep wap deep, 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 <laughs> deep water harbor deep water uh, you also learn that she seemingly double crossed her husband to send him to prison and has been interested in buying a home in Luskin which is a city far to the north of Waterdeep the next day errands were attended to First and foremost, a meeting between Chuck and Vincent Trench, Private Eye. This meeting yielded more juicy tidbits that Lord and Lady Tolly, the two nobles you believe to have orchestrated the attempted poisoning of Choppa's soup, recently lost their son to mysterious circumstances. This fits in with a trend of child disappearances across the city. Following their loss, the Tollies have stopped appearing in public, save for an evening walk, and recently used their textiles business to fulfill several strange commissions. For a nominal fee, Vincent agreed to seek out the young boy who was put up to poisoning the soup. Choppa went to the House of the Moon and discussed his vision of Izzy Hammer being held prisoner with Priestess of the High Moon herself, Giselle Eveningstar. During this council, he learned that Izzy lost contact with the church on Seven Uktar while investigating the crypts of the Deepening Moon. The High Priestess thanked Choppa and implied that Saloon must have high expectations of Choppa if she chose him to receive her vision. Meanwhile, Chuck had a challenging performance at the Widow's Walk that ended up going quite well and earned him a fancy hat. It also... (laughs) The fanciest of hats. It also earned him a better contract so long as he promises to perform exclusively for Mika Pink at the Widow's Walk. Bang Bang got down to business and visited the Sleeping Snake where the deft where they deftly navigated the intricate social atmosphere of a crowded brothel. (laughs) After expertly positioning themselves at the bar to blend in, they waited for the right moment to present itself, which it did. Reggie made his presence known, and Bang Bang likewise made their presence known by spilling a bunch of beer on him. 
The ensuing fight was short and decisive and sent an embarrassed and deep-hanced Reggie running from the sleeping snake. Uh, upon returning to the dojo, Pico learned Bang Bang some new tricks, some new martial arts skills. Uh, while this was happening, uptown, Rumble and Yuri did some light B&E at the Tolly residence. After breaking in through the front door, they found the house a disgusting mess. Rumble did a thorough and exhaustive search of the upstairs, sort of, while Yuri discovered a locked door in the kitchen. Rumble picked that lock, and a wave of putrid, mortified air escaped. Going downstairs, the two of you discovered a body, an alchemical lab, and a statue to some dark force, being, perhaps deity. A vial of clear liquid, similar to the poison young boy Ricky, whom Vincent did indeed bring back to Trollskull Manor, who he knew, uh, was, was discovered, was recovered, just as the door upstairs in the house opened, announcing the arrival of someone at House Tolly. Yuri and Rumble, you now stand in the basement Above you, the door to the kitchen remains open, just a crack, and you hear footsteps approaching the kitchen. What would you like to do? You have a very small window in which to act. So you all, you both have one action I'm going to say that you can take. Like one round, basically. We're not talking. You can talk a little bit within reason. I'm going to say that whatever conversation you're like carrying out, you need to be able to communicate in like a 10 second window. Yeah. Okay, Yuri, I think you should get out of here. Divide and conquer. Divide and conquer. I'm going to stick around. You can do some magic shit to get out of here. Got a rumble. Uh, sounds good. That's that's a 10 second conversation if I've ever heard one. <laughs> so the footsteps are coming through this way? They're, yeah, so you can make a perception check to try and determine where they are above you because you're in a cellar. You can hear footsteps. You're not sure if they're coming towards you. You're not sure if they're moving around the house otherwise, going upstairs, perhaps. Six. <laughs> With a six, Yuri, they don't appear to be coming closer. All right. As stealthily and quickly as possible, Yuri's going to run up the stairs. Which is... Right. Make a stealth check. 20. Oh, Nat 20. Nat 20? Hell yeah. Yeah, you just, like, you bound up the stairs, like, three at a time, but each stair, you're just, like, perfectly landing on your big toe and just, like, yes. like a cat yes. going up these stairs silently. And what are you doing up there? Closing the door? Yeah, you get there and you, like, turn the, you think to turn the knob and everything beforehand, so you just close it, no sound, let go, Perfect. step back from it. The door is closed. As you get up there... You realize that because of where you were downstairs, the sound had been a little bit jumbled. Those steps were getting closer. They were coming right into the kitchen. And just as you close that door, you can hear somebody walk into your kitchen. You didn't see them. You closed the door beforehand. There's a window right here. There's a window right there. Can I see outside? You closed the door. Did you want to go out? I'm trying to... on the... So if I'm out at the top of the uh, stairs... Yeah, put him up oh, the top of the stairs. on the other side of the door? On the kitchen side when you closed you were, it? No, you were downstairs. You were in the basement. Oh, I was trying to, like, get both into of the you kitchen. Were, both of you... Okay, you were trying to get into the kitchen and close the door? And then try to misty step by... 
Okay, so there's somewhere out that's in the window. Um, as you come up the stairs there, you hear footsteps coming down the hall. Hold on. Shit. Oh, no. With you sort of instinctively do a somersault and put your back against uh, this is like a center like like an island but it's it's fairly solid Um, just as somebody walks in uh, you can repeat that stealth if you want to try to look and see who it is but you didn't you just sort of instinctively went into that that position. I don't know if I even want to look at who it is. It's like um, the Velociraptor. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's very much, yeah, we're having a Velociraptor's moment. Yes. I'm hoping that Rumble will see who it is eventually and that my goal should be just get the fuck out. Um, and my hopes is if I can see outside to Misty Step right outside the window. You can do that. Uh, can you read for me uh, the description of Misty Step? Absolutely. Self. One bonus action. Briefly surrounded by silvery mist, you teleport up to 30 feet to an unoccupied space that you can see. So as long as there's no like curtains blocking the window or any other blockades, as long as I can see outside. The, they are, in fact, drawn. I established at the beginning of this that all of the <coughs> windows in this house had been obscured. What I'm going to say is that there is a sliver of space. Mm-hmm. So you can see out the window. You know that, like, you, you've got enough line of sight, but you can't see, like, the ground or anything like that. So what's going to happen is this house, like, this first floor, because uh, it was it's like a like a brownstone type of row house. Uh, this first floor is actually about 10 feet off the ground. Sure, okay. So you're going to basically, when you zip out, you're just going to be about 10 feet in the air. I'm going to have you roll an acrobatics saving throw, or a dexterity saving throw. All right, perfect. Also, as you, out of existence, you leave a cloud of mist in that kitchen. Mm-hmm. And... Rumble, can you roll a perception check? <laughs> <laughs> this is Tony making acrobatics roll. I want you to roll a dexterity saving throw. Not acrobatics, but dexterity. Yeah, not 20 again. Wow, amazing. Wow. Um, hold that wow. in your in your mind. All right. Uh, this is perception. perception. Six plus five, 11. Okay, so you see Yuri run up the stairs. If you hadn't been watching him do this, you wouldn't have, like... Yuri's moving like a shadow and just slips through the crack, closes the door silently, and then there's this brief moment of silence before you hear those footsteps that were coming down the house uh, quicken and rush through the kitchen. Mm -hmm. Seems something in the kitchen drew its attention. You don't know. Roll an insight check for me. Um, You're not sure whether this is Yuri, whether this is the person, whether there's some sort of, like, uh, conflict happening up there. All you know is that Yuri slipped out, there was a brief moment of silence, and then uh, commotion. Okay. Uh, Yuri. You slip out. 
You do just like a an instinctive somersault to get behind that counter. You don't. You barely break your stride, and you just look and you see that sliver of like slightly brighter darkness outside, and you just cast yourself out. You find yourself thirty feet up in the air, or sorry, you find yourself thirty feet away and ten feet up in the air. You have managed to perfectly teleport yourself to the retaining wall that goes around the entire Tali Manor, and you just are you have miraculously managed to land on like the six foot or the six inch wide wall, stone wall that insert. I'm gonna say a foot. So like. Couldn't have done it any better if you tried. Yeah. You don't have to roll. You don't take any damage. You basically land right on top of that wall. Roll a stealth check for me. Also, I'm going to put the card. Stealth, 13. 13. Um, you see, looking back at the window that you kind of bamped through... Uh, a face appears, gaunt, bags under the eyes. You recognize the face of Lord Tolly, looking out, like on the on the ground. Mm-hmm. He uh, saw you teleport, yep. and is looking for you on the ground. Doesn't think to look right on the wall. Mm-hmm. You know that you've got to get off this wall soon, though, or you're going to be spotted. If not yeah. by him, by somebody else. So you're on the you're on the backside. This. The way that this uh, house is situated, there is a sort of back alley. It is walled around on three sides. It's, a, it's sort of like at the corner of this, this alley. Um, on the side that I guess is behind you at the moment, there are more buildings. You could hop off to your left and be in the alley behind this house. You could hop off to your right and be in the small backyard area of this house. Or you could continue along the wall and try to, like, hop out into one the, the street. There's, like, two streets. You're kind of, like, in this back alley space. I think just immediately hop off right into the alley. Great. Um, so this wall is... I'm, I'm gonna, you, you've been rolling really good. So you just... You, you slink off of this wall, dangle for a second, drop down the, like, remaining <laughs> foot... And just like you do not feel as though you've been sighted. Yes. But you know, based on Lord Tolly's reaction, that you were seen. Mm-hmm. Rumble. What are you doing? Um, I am first. I'm going to go hide, kind of in the corner, just move myself over to like. This is probably like the least visible for coming down the stairs, right next to the staircase. I'm gonna say that you're stealthy enough. You know, there's a little alcove over here behind that cabinet that you could just zip right into. Okay, first I'm gonna hide over there. Uh, roll a stealth check. It's six, it's twenty-two. 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 All right, you. As you sort of suck into that corner with the cabinet, you hear that door up top open up, and you can just hear slowly steps. Oh, fuck me. <laughs> Sorry, I left. 
They don't come all the way down. But it sounds like they're in the cellar space somewhat, maybe looking from above. Okay. What do you want to do? <clears throat> um, I... Hmm. Hmm. I'd like to... I'm properly on edge. Um, first, I'd like to take out... I'd like to take out my rope and cut, like, a little, like, three-foot section of it. Uh, based on the fact that you've got, like, no space to operate in, I'm going to have to have you roll an additional stealth check to do this without being seen as you know there's somebody in this space hmm. and you don't have like you, you're you're barely just able like with a 22 you're able to like really suck into that wall this cabinet is only about like 16 18 inches deep like you don't have a lot of space to operate in here so you can either wait or you can try to cut this piece of rope very stealthily. It's going to be a fairly high DC because you're going to be like basically pulling it out and like bringing it across and like trying to do this all like, you know, without even pulling it in front of you. I'm going to wait. I'm going to, I'm going to pull a little bit of rope out of the... I'm not going to... Yeah, yeah. I'm going to kind of ready that. Okay. And as you uh, wait, your hand is just sort of like resting on the like part of your knapsack that you know this rope is attached to, ready at a moment's notice to grab it. Your other hand is, do you have a dagger? Yeah, yeah your other hand is resting on the dagger. You're, you're ready at a moment's notice to do this. Um, you, from your corner, can tell that this person, roll a perception check for me. Natural 20. This person has indeed continued to come down the steps, just much quieter. And you see across the space uh, a hooded figure briefly just like come down the steps and round out out of view. So if you're over here, you saw somebody basically come down here. There was a brief moment where you saw them before they walk over this, this way. You hear some rummaging on this table, some clinking of glass and just a sound of frustration like a as a man is searching this table. Um, after that, you hear footsteps rush up the stairs. The door slams shut and the lock click. Okay. Okay. You doesn't seem like you were detected. Okay. But you're locked in here. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Rumble's like, like phew. Oh wait. <laughs> Locks for me outside. Um well oh, as far as I know they don't know I'm down here. That's true. So that's a plus. Um I am going to cut a little three foot section of rope. Just out of my 60 foot section of rope to keep yeah. on me. Um, I have a 57 foot rope. As an your face to get the biggest bad DD can offer a locked door. <laughs> this is an even harder locked door because the lock, door because the lock is on the other side. <laughs> and it's a special aftermarket. 
Spirits of Oh, well, I'm gonna <laughs> wait if someone comes to rescue me. I didn't think about that. I didn't think about that either, didn't I? I was pissed the fuck out. <laughs> so, so well, no well. if it's anything like Julian, we'll never find you. <laughs> yeah, well, we're, we're Don't worry. Rumble will vanish mysteriously, just like Julian. I don't know what it is with our sneaky friends. Well, there's a body down here. There's something. There is a body down here. Something to eat. <laughs> you know, they oh say the cat. Uh, <laughs> you are. What do they say about cats? You are so still they... in your little alcove. Uh, is there anything else that you want to do right off the bat? Um, n- no, I'm, I'm gonna. I'd like to. This this seems like the best hiding place in this basement, right? This little alcove um, here. With a bit more time, you could investigate these barrels. And mm-hmm. see whether or not there's room for you to hide inside of one of them. Uh, you have vulnerable. You could probably the the cabinet you haven't done a thorough investigation of. I'm I'm playing. I think where I remember it happening was Yuri was looking at the alchemical stuff because okay. Yuri got the vial, mm-hmm. and uh, you were more interested in checking out the body mm-hmm. and uh, the the sort of statue and all of that. Did I did I recognize the body when I first went down there? Did I did we? You, uh, I don't think you made a check for it, but go ahead and roll a perception check. I just want to see, like, is it, can I tell what, like, species, what? Yeah. A perception? Perception. Um, 16. So, the 16, you can tell that it is a human woman. Based on the clothing that she's wearing, she was probably, uh, not very wealthy. Looks like maybe either a beggar or from one of the rougher parts of town or clothing is tattered, repaired in some places, but torn and in a state of general, like, uh, it's it's pretty worn out. Um, she's been down here for a little bit of time. Like the, the body is starting to decompose. Yeah. Uh, you could make some further checks, like either a medicine or a nature check if you wanted to, to determine like cause of death. Or if there's any other stuff going on here, you could make an investigation check as well. Um, But just at a glance, human woman, dark hair, uh, cut sort of shoulder length. You don't recognize her. Okay. Um, Cool. Um, I am going to make a medicine check to see if I can tell, like, how long they've been down here. Uh, 18 plus 2. Nice. With a 20, you can tell fairly obviously that her throat was slit. Uh, There is a pool of mostly dried and congealed blood that she has been laying in. Her blood. Um, You also, with a 20, recognize that there are no signs of... There's no, like, bruising... There's nothing underneath her fingernails. It doesn't seem like she was putting up any sort of fight before this happened. Uh, It suggests to you that she was either willing or that she was somehow maybe restrained. Although you don't see any sort of like uh, marks from bindings or things of that nature. Um, cool. You would have to do some more, like, in, you, you'd need to do some real, like, investigatory work out of this context sure. to figure out if it was, like, poison yeah, or yeah. magical or, yeah. 
or none of those things. I'm but not. what you do are what you are able to determine is that this person was not um, brought here against their will, or if they were, it doesn't uh, doesn't obviously seem like it. Okay. Cool. Um, cool. I kind of just I gotta hang out down here. <laughs> I don't really have much else to do. All right. Um, I'm locked in. I, I do want to go. I want to ready a spell for any time I hear someone come near or start to unlock that door. Okay. Um, what's the spell you're going to ready? Rope trick. Nice. Yuri. You hop off the wall. You're in this back alley. What are you doing? Where are you going? What's your what's your plan? Um, I was just gonna lay low in hopes that Rumble's close behind me. Okay. You uh, you wait for about ten or fifteen minutes. Mm-hmm. No sign of Rumble. You even like walk out and do a sort of circle around the block just to see if maybe Rumble was hiding in a shadow and and you know waiting for you to show yourself. Uh, no signs of rumble. Looking at the house a bit more, you can make out in one of the uh, front rooms through the through the drapes. It looks like someone has maybe lit a candle. Remember, you're on the other side of this retaining wall, mm-hmm. so you can sort of see just like again a sliver through these. Uh, drapes that have been pulled a uh, just a little bit of light not even like the room is fully lit just like a dim candle is lit in one of these it's it's going to be uh, this front room over here which room? this one right here? that one oh, that one so I'm looking through the window there and can see a candle lit up yeah through through a crack in one of the drapes in those windows you can tell that a, a light source is there, whereas before there wasn't. It's assuming that that's probably where I'm the person is, if all the other lights are off. Or yeah. Or at the very least, that someone came home. Yeah. And is now inside the house. Inside the house. But you knew that. You knew that there was somebody home. And you know that Lord Tolly is home. Because I recognized him. I don't know if he recognizes me or not. You're not sure if he saw you either. Mm-hmm. He didn't see you so much. So, like, you know that he saw you, the, like, remnants of your spell. Misty mm-hmm. Step leaves a cloud of mist where you were. Mm-hmm. So basically, he came into the kitchen. A plume of mist just appeared out of nowhere on the other side of that table, causing him to run to one of the windows. Mm-hmm. You saw him looking out of the window in the sort of, like, backyard area. Okay. And you slipped off the wall before you saw what else he did. You know, he very quickly went downstairs. Right. You don't know that. I knew it was the Lord. You saw that it was Lord Tommy, yeah. You saw him before. You saw him in the street. Yeah, right. So you can kind of, there's there's an obvious height difference between the Lord and the Lady. Mm -hmm. Uh, Both of them have sort of similar builds. They're both... Uh, sort of slight human human cool okay 
how far away is the wall from the front door? Like, if I were to come over here... There's uh, a stairwell that goes up that is maybe 10 feet long, and then there's a further path of about 15 feet, so like 25 to 30-ish feet from where the gate entrance is to the front of the house. Okay, I've got a plan, and it could be stupid. Okay. Um, I'm just going to remind you, you don't know where Rumble is in the house. You only assume that he's in the house. In fact, make an insight check for me. Just, yeah, I definitely would assume that he didn't get out. Can you lock me in there? Fuck. Seven. With a seven, mm-hmm. you think Rumble didn't make it out. And he's probably being held in that front room and is being questioned and maybe tortured right now. Okay. <laughs> nice. So that's what I'm thinking. All right, I'm going to go around... And I'd have to get over the wall again, right? If I wanted to. Yeah, it's like an eight foot high retaining wall. Okay, eight feet. I'm six feet. Yeah, it's not. I mean, it's more of like it's more for like uh, privacy than it is for security compared to like Ralhoon Villa, which that was like a very serious wall, bigger house. Uh, these people are, are nobles, but they don't seem as uh, as loaded or at least as. Conceited as the as the Growlhoons were, this could be not a more modest manor house. I'm gonna try to come to your rescue. Um, <laughs> is there anything? At this point, for you, about 20 minutes have passed. 20 okay. minutes. Oh well. Yeah. Is there any bushes to hide behind or shrubs like over the wall? Um, you know that there's a small garden area okay. on the other side of this wall. Uh, because it is fall and winter is quickly coming, that garden... Roll a perception check. This is to see how much you noticed. 17. Yeah, as you were coming through the first time, you noticed that this garden had gotten a little unruly. It seems like there was a point at which uh, they stopped tending to it, whatever gardeners they hired to care for it hadn't come. And especially this late in the season, most people, especially in this part of town, you've been walking around the North Ward quite a bit, uh, at this point have cut back their gardens and are preparing for the winter. This garden hasn't really been tended to, and there's um, there's a good amount of vegetation on the other side. All right. So I'm going to hop over the wall. Make a stealth check. 18. You wait. There are still people on the street at this point. Okay. And uh, you sort of uh, wait in the shadow across the street, looking up and down. You wait for there to be a gap in traffic until the point where there's just like a few pedestrians who aren't looking back at the house and are walking away from it. And you just very quickly get a running start, run, jump, vault, go over, and are now on the other side of the wall. And immediately go towards the garden. Uh, okay, the garden's all around. Okay, so I'm just fine. You're in the garden. A good... My goal is to be... I'm going to say that you came over... Uh, I'll, I'll draw this really quickly, just so we can... Oh, I got this little guy right here. Sort of visualize it. You hopped over kind of here. All right. So now I want to go... And there's bushes all around. I'm not going to draw, but imagine that... 
both on the uh, side of the wall that you hopped over, there are like rose bushes, and on this, on just wrapping around the sides of the house, there's also like greenery flowers that at this point have sort of turned brown and are uh, dead for the season. All right. You said dry bushes? Dead? Yeah. yeah. I'm starting a fire. Um, I'm just gonna if I'm over here should I just explain to you what my plan is? yeah yeah tell me this is my plan I'm going to start a fire in the garden Um, and I'm going to prepare the moment that Tully notices or opens the front door 60 foot range freeze him whole person oh my god whoa Okay. Not more. Not more magic. Oh lord. But Love still it. hiding in the bushes over here so that he, I can see him sixty feet away, but cast old person without him hopefully seeing. Him. This um, that that's against the law, and that's what got Chopper. But if he this was all also kicked off by Chopper saying, "In for a penny, in for a pound." And Chopper <laughs> did it in front of the city wall. That's true. <laughs> that's These that. are yeah. You are officially committing serious crimes right now. That's okay. I've killed. Uh, if oh. you're if you're caught, this this sort of crime would carry the penalty of death, probably. Breaking into the house already has to be yeah. like that. Is um, arson part that of that crime? Scenario, arson, right? death, or hard labor. Okay. <laughs> so I'm not starting a fire. Wait, no, you already, I'm sorry, but you already said it. Okay. Unless you, unless you're genuine, like this was your plan until you heard that. Here's my other plan. Was so just I'm gonna, to... thing. I'm gonna either have you roll a history check to see if you remember the code legal. Okay. It's going to be a DC 12. Uh, if you if you remember, mm-hmm. I'm going to say that there's a moment. Where you're just like holding fire in your palm beneath a dead bush, and you either have that moment to decide, like, do I really want to do this, or you're just going to be like fire and, and light it if you okay. don't remember. So roll a history check. Six. <laughs> yeah, you you remember that your friend is in trouble, and you know that these people are fucking evil. There's a dead body in basement. Absolutely. They are for sure criminals. Absolutely. And you know that they might kill your friend. And you are taking drastic measures. Fire. Fire around <laughs> these bushes. Very fire. quickly, that fire begins to spread. Casting light on you. Now, you still have this wall around you. But what was a dark yard is very quickly becoming brightly lit. You have a little bit of time as this fire starts to wrap around the house, catching all of these bushes. What do you want to do? Where do you want to be? I want to find cover so and prepare hold person so the moment he opens the door, I'm frozen. Roll a cell check. Can I draw some fire on the map? Six. Uh, with a six, you think that the best place to hide is to both get a view of the house and um... Cast a spell. Goes basically right in front of the door. Okay. Great. This is a great plan. <laughs> this is awesome. No flaws. <laughs> you see, at one point, the blinds in this front room rip back and then close very quickly. You saw a figure only in silhouette. Um, and a moment later, the door swings open. Lady Tolly <gasps> rushes Shit. out. And comes down the steps. As she is, she is both distracted by the fire 
and by the person who is crouched like on top of the dead bush, directly across from the door, just like crouch down a little bit, mm-hmm. um, staring and waiting. No. Do you use your spell? Hold person. Hold person. Oh. Uh, that's a wisdom saving throw for me. Fifteen. Hey, as we've signed. That is a five on the dice. Uh, she she fails. She is just. So sorry. Stay right there. Um, what are you doing? Uh, <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> I thought only Lord Tully was home. The lady is here. She's on the bottom step of a of a stairwell, the stairway that's coming out of this house, frozen. The flames actually are around the house itself, oh, not good. by the wall. Okay. Oh, that area is actually not on fire. Okay. Yuri lit the bushes close to the house. Oh, no. Good. That's what I assumed you were doing. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, no. <laughs> the, there's no fire by the by the retaining wall. Okay. Yet. I will. Uh... <laughs> All right. And I yeah. Are you gonna burn Mumble though inside? Uh, you're gonna leave her there. She's saying right there. Can you read me a uh, pulled person just so I know what I need to be paying attention to? We're also going to roll initiative at this point. How's that, Jack? Choose a humanoid you can see. Target must succeed That's on great. wisdom save. At the end of each of its turns, the target can make another wisdom save. At third level, you can target one additional humanoid for each slot level above second. The humanoids must be within 30 feet of each other to freeze both. Uh, and then for further turns, what's the deal? Just like, keep on doing a 15 wisdom save. Um, at the end of or beginning of the at turn? The end of each of its turns, the target can re-roll. How much time consecutively would you be able to rewind? This is the opposite of what Rumble would have <laughs> Rumble's like, I'll figure it out. Like, I'll, <laughs> yes, I'll figure it out. It's Don't worry. To smell smoke. Yuri's <laughs> like, panic, nightmare, nightmare, fire, fire, fire. That insight check was a doozy of a. Of a I was going to decide against it, but. It's too late. Everything's perfect. Orchestra check, was that what it was? <laughs> <laughs> Mark, I'm also going to be so disappointed in you. He's going to be burnt alive <laughs> in the face and on his head. Well, I'll say this, like, it will provide a very good opportunity for you to get out. If someone comes and locks the basement, that's my plan. I think, <laughs> I think that absolutely the most important thing is that nobody sees either of you. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. I was, I, I can always... And this guy saw myself and like book it. it. Right. My hopes are to keep her frozen. Yeah. Run straight here, open the door, run no time to go. Um See my original plan was to wait until someone locked. comes down. This door is locked? No, she just opened it. No, the basement door is locked. Oh fuck. Yeah, the basement's locked. I can't get out. But it was unlocked it a moment ago, and I have rewind time matches. A minute sure. for every ten minutes. So, so fire is. I want to spend twenty minutes. So two minutes. Freeze it. Right. With ice. You have to break it. Ah, but if it doesn't work, then <laughs> goodbye. Bye. <laughs> so the Lord has the key. That's the. Other. I'm gonna freeze him to kill him. Fireball. Immolate <laughs> <laughs> the house. Oh, no. I think it's time to break out the spell. This is a bad. This is a great plan. 
I'm having fun. Great plan, bad situation. What if you go get the city watch and say that your friend is trapped in the basement and the house is on fire and that they have to go in there and save him and then they bust in and save him and see this murdered ritual corpse. Mm-hmm. Yuri, what was your initiative roll? Oh. 17. Nothing added to it? Um, it was, it was a 10. But now it's a 17. Rumble. You roll initiative too. Four, seven, Fifteen. Seven. Ten plus five. Awesome. Plus four. So, uh, as you cast this spell, Lady Tolly is held. Mm-hmm. Um, you have now, Yuri, a surprise round. Because she was not expecting this. You got this spell off, which launches us into this combat. Um, you, uh, what's your dexterity bonus? Three, plus three. Okay. Let me do something really quick. This is very rash. <laughs> uh, that's, that's where it feels like you're. Um, what do you want to do? Lady Tolly is held on this front step, and you are, put yourself... Um, on the other side of the wall, because you're inside this this wall, um, right by the gate, uh, sort of to the corner. There we go. Um, you are on top of a bush. You have held Lady Tolly in place. The door is still open behind her. Fire is starting to lick up the sides of the building. It's not yet at a point where people outside of this wall can see flames crawling up the building, mm-hmm. but it will be soon. Part of the reason we're an initiative is we're going to be tracking the progress of the fire. Um, yeah. <clears throat> yeah. What do you want to do? Okay, here's my plan. Okay. I run past... The lady. Remember, you think Rumble's in that front room? I think he's in this front room. Yeah. Okay. That's where you saw the light? That's where you think he must be being held? Okay. I... <laughs> started the fire. Go past the lady. Yeah. And she left the door open. Yep. I'm going to pop in. You do that. Count um, movement. Huh? Be sure you're counting your movement. Oh, we're we're so in initiative. You're right. You have, you have, a, you have a, a surprise round right now, so you have like one turn. 15, 20, 25, 30. That's your movement. You so can, I can only go up to there. Uh, you can use your action to dash, or you can look inside the house. Uh, what do you want to do? Um, is there any place to hide right here? Uh, you see that there... You remember coming through this... This front entrance hall is sort of bare of furniture. There's not much, no, not many places to hide. There are drapes that you can try to like hide behind. They they hang down to the floor. These are like pretty pretty big windows. Floors, not floor to ceiling quite, but um, they're big windows. It's a fancy house. My hopes is keep her frozen. Stay right here. Kind inside of like the house or outside the house? Outside the house. Okay, so there's no room for you to hide outside the house. The stairway is sort of uh, there's. Banisters that come right up, and I mean, you can make a stealth check. I'm hoping like back to the back to the house. This is a double door. I'm going to say okay. that one of these doors is open, one is closed. You can stay if you're trying to stay hidden outside the house. You can keep your back to the door. This does make you much more visible from the street. That's true because you're now raised ten feet up. You are above the level of the retaining wall. My hopes is to just find a spot where I can kind of chill, waiting for the Lord. to be like, what's happening with my wife? And freeze him too. My wife. 
This whole person concentration. Okay. Uh, make a self check for me. Mm-hmm. No, if it's a third it's level, it's these two people. You're you're gonna take the hide action. Is what you're. It sounds like you're trying to do. So roll a self check for me. If true, then yes. I just wanted to make sure you weren't planning on having two concentrations going once though. No, I think I would then cast it on the third level to just like to get both to get both of them again the second time. Yeah. Um, sorry, what was that check? Make a cell check. Eighteen plus three. Okay, you <clears throat> melt into what little shadow there is mm-hmm. in this sort of crook of this door, and you just get as low as you can. The lady Tolly is still frozen at the bottom of that step. Who's the lady? That is your turn. Mm-hmm. You're at the top of initiative. You take your turn to wait because you're waiting for Lord Tolly to emerge. The lady is next. She's going to make her wisdom save. Has she seen him yet? The DC is 15. She fails. You see her just sort of like quivering with like restrained energy. And in her throat, you can just hear a like she's trying to yell. Um, Next. Nobody appears in the doorway. Uh, Rumble, make a perception check for me. Uh, um, 13 plus 5, 18. With a 15... Where have you been hanging out in the cellar after you do this investigation of the body? Yeah. At this point, like I said, about 20 minutes have passed. You've had time to investigate that body. Right. And you are prepared at a moment's notice to cast Rope Trick. Yeah, I'm kind of hanging out at the bottom of the stairs here. Like, not, not right at the foot of the stairs, but like... Okay. Kind of want to be with, with an 18, you hear... Um, you hear a voice inside shout out, Vikram! And then a little while after that, you hear the door open. To the basement? No, to the outside. Oh, okay. What, what did they yell? Bikram. Bikram. Which is the Lord's name? Which is the Lord's name. Okay. Oh, he's a hot yoga. They're saying, oh. it's time now I to see. open our high yoga. Time, you heard the ladies uh, <laughs> shout, and you heard the door open, and then there's a stretch of silence for about, well, it, it's currently silent. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> and you're in that silence. Do you want to do anything? I. You're still locked in. Um, what do I, what do I hear is going, so silence. Right now you hear silence. Okay. Um, how much time has gone by since I was locked in the basement? About 20 minutes. This is the first, like, the first sign of agitation that you've heard from, uh, from above. Um, if I was to cast a... If I, I ready the spell for when I hear someone come to the locked door, um, 
Would I be able to... It's one action casting time. At this point, what I'm assuming is... It's your it's your turn. If you don't do anything this round, mm. if you kind of wait, you still have that held action. Yeah. And uh, you're at the bottom of initiative. Mm. So you will have lost your action, essentially, for this round. Okay. Uh, it'll still be held. Um, okay. Uh, after 20 minutes, I hear... I, I heard the yell... And then I'm waiting, and I think I feel uneasy waiting in the space, and I'm going to cast Rope Trick. Okay. Um, and you're going to hide? I'm going to hide. Okay. Because I feel exposed where I am. Um, so, yeah. I touch my rope. I touch my three-foot section of rope, and... <laughs> wow. <laughs> Rumble. I get bored. Um, so, it's a real so you, you hide yourself in this yes. little pocket dimension. Can you remind me how long this spell lasts? It lasts one hour. Okay. Uh, you swoop up into this little pocket dimension, and you have a window now that looks down onto the bot, the base of this stairwell. And now it's like, you know, like ceiling cat me. It's just like, yeah. I'm just like, yes. Uh, and we're back to the top of the round. Yuri. Uh, it's been now one full round of unsurprised combat, Mm -hmm. and the Lord has not appeared. And roll a perception check for me. Not 20. Um, you haven't heard footsteps. It doesn't even sound like anyone's approaching the door from the interior of the house. Uh, you aren't sure whether the Lord was as close to the door that you initially anticipated or not. And also, you don't hear any noises coming from that front room. The one where you thought Rumble was, you know, being questioned and tortured. I wish I could turn invisible. I have the spell. Uh, you still have, you can move again. You have an action. And I'm going to work off of that 20 perception for this round. Okay. My plan here is that I don't want to enter the house until I can freeze him and grab the key off of him, just in case Rumble's in the basement. Is hold person a... uh, Concentration. So as soon as you cast hold person on him, you're going to lose it on her. But if I cast it at level 3, I can cast it on two people at once. Do you have to be able to see them both? They have to be within 30 feet of each other. Okay. Which is why I'm waiting here to try to draw him out. I see what you're saying. Uh, You'll be recasting it. She'll have another save. He'll have a save. Mm -hmm. Um, Okay. Yes. If that is your course of action, you're going to have to wait. Um, Can I step into the door? Mm -hmm. Is there anything glass? Uh, The windows. Um, Throw a firebolt at the window. What is your goal? Actually, take my short sword. Trying to just break the window? Break the window. Loud noise. You're trying to attract his attention. Ideally, I would look for like a glass vase to like. There's a there's a vase on that that end table right there. You see oh, that circle? Sick. There is like a large ornate vase. I grab the ornate vase, smash it, and then hide behind the door again. Outside. <laughs> well, here. <clears throat> you hear uh, from upstairs. Azzy? Azzy, was that you? I stay quiet. Well, I say, the house is uh, on fire. So that's your action, is to break the vase. Move your, and you, did you move back out? Back outside. You can't hide. Okay. You've used your action at this point. Okay. 
Um, I just want to be out of his line of sight. All right. Uh, you're back now on the steps. You don't think to hide once you move back out. So you're just sort of like standing up, like waiting impatiently for him to notice and come downstairs. It is the lady's turn. End of her turn, you said. She gets mm-hmm. to make the At the end of her turn, you see her <clears throat> break out of this whole person. Shit. Um, but it is the end of her turn. She can't do anything else. You hear... Uh, steps coming down the stairs. Um, they start out at a casual pace and then pick up to a run. And I have a question for you. Can I rewind her saving throw? I'm also going to say that because you can't hold an action at this point, if he were to come running out of the house, mm-hmm. like you don't have that spell prepped. You can't yeah. cast it until your next turn. Okay. What was your question? Can I rewind her saving throw? Uh, you tell me. Chronal shift. Um, as a reaction, after a creature... You have a reaction. Okay. For so, saving throws, it works? So I would love to rewind her saving throw. She is still stuck in place. Nice. nice. You see her come out of that saving throw, and you're just like, no, no, no. And you just like, she's like, <laughs> comes back into hell, and you're just like stuck there. I want Cindy Lauper's time after time to be playing through this whole montage. Yeah. Um, <laughs> is it like a nice lighthearted feel? <laughs> we could make that happen. Um, so, let me think for one second. Um, you... With that 20 perception, you, again, you hear footsteps start to come down the stairway. He says, what the hell is going on, Ezzy? Ezzy! And starts to run. You hear footsteps now rushing down these steps. And... On the other side of this door, you sense that there is a person. You can see the shadow. He is now on the other side of this door that is closed. That is his turn. Rumble. <laughs> Six seconds, we're fine. Uh, you hear further commotion upstairs. You hear voices shouting. Mm-hmm. Um, can you, you can perceive from inside of yes, this. Yes, I can hear and see. Through a three by five foot okay. window. So I'm going to say that you're you're getting some on it. Like there's definitely a commotion happening upstairs. Yeah. You can't you don't see anything yet. Sure. Do you want to do anything? No. Alright. Like staying in my little You're staying in your little pocket. Just like you're, I can see the foot of the stairs. You assume that the Lord is on the opposite side of this door, you cannot see him. Mm-hmm. What would you like to do? Prepare an action. The moment he steps out, I can see him freeze. You also feel as though if you just pivot to the other side of that door, you would see him. You'd need to move five feet, and then you would see him. But then he'd also see me. You're not hidden right now. Well, she's frozen, so she can't see me. She knows you're there. She's fully aware that you're there. Uh, so but what I'm saying is, like, as soon as he comes out, because you're not being stealthy at all, mm-hmm. he's going to see you. Yeah. So see, I was hoping when they were frozen they couldn't see me. No, no, no. When they're frozen, they're aware. 
Mm-hmm. Like they're they're being held in place by magic, but they like they're still perceiving the world around them. Does she know that there's a person there, or is she, has she seen Yuri specifically? Like, she saw Yuri. Okay. okay, you had a moment where you made hard eye contact with her before you cast this spell. Uh, you're right. My hope was that I could hide when she walked out, so I could freeze her and then like walk behind her. You failed that stealth. Okay. That stealth throw. Shit. Got Which is why I had you positioned in such an. In disadvantageous position because your yeah. stealth was so poor. All right, so I'm going to jail if I don't succeed. Okay, um, I'm just gonna step in the door. It's too late. They've already seen me. I'm just gonna step in and freeze them. Hopefully, All right. uh, you cast hold person, and you're trying to cast it on two people. On both of them. All right. Um, so the second that you cast this spell, there's a a moment where that lady just like breaks out, and then you extend your hands in both directions and cast Hold Person again. They're both going to make saving throws. Mm-hmm. Alright, I'm going to do the lady first. She fails. Mm-hmm. She's held again. <laughs> so is the Lord. Yes. They're rolling terribly for these saves. Yes, yes, yes. And both of them are just That's so huge. held in oh. place. That was your action. Okay. That was my action. That was your action. action. You can move. Well, I, I can't, but it would take an action to look for the key. You're looking for a key to get into that to the door. Basement, yeah. You don't know where Rumble is yet. But st- I think I would still want the key just in case he was in there. Make an insight check for me. Okay. One. <laughs> uh, you still think Rumble's in that room. Just because you haven't heard him, you're worried he's dead in there, maybe. Like, okay. Conscious. So, I probably... so the room right now is the priority for you. So that was five foot, and then 10, 20, 30. You have to go through the oh. door. The door is that little, like... Uh, okay, 30. Into, yeah. Uh, you can open that door with a free action. Mm-hmm. You look in. This room does indeed have a candle in it. Mm-hmm. Um, and it has two chairs that were sort of positioned around that candle. You don't see rumble. All right. You don't see any sign of a struggle in this room. You're like, shit, you joined them. <laughs> <laughs> he was one of those little tigers. a little tough. We all know this. We're the smartest party member. That's what the you do see, though, is uh, two of those other two poison vials are positioned at the base of one of those chairs. Hmm. Poison bottles from downstairs are now... Yeah, you, you assume that they're poison vials because you have one of them. There were three. When you went downstairs originally, there were three vials. I took you one. took one. Two remained. Those two are now up here in this room. You don't have any more movement. You can't. They're like across the room. You're out yeah. of movement. You're out of actions. You have a bonus action, I think. Mm-hmm. I. Yeah, I think my the only thing I want to do is search him. Now that I know that he's not in here. Uh, you want to search who? The Lord. All right. Um, you're gonna have to wait to do that on your next turn. Mm-hmm. Uh, first up is the lady. Does not succeed. You feel the Lord <clears throat> come out of his uh, held state and turns to look at you at the end of his turn. And you see just like he a shadow. Yeah, he succeeded. You see a shadow of rage start to build behind his eyes. I'm going to take my last rewind. Okay. 
He fails. Yes! Uh, you see that moment happen, and uh, there's a, a moment where you just have this tense eye contact, and you're like, no, 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 no. And once again, he's held back in place. Okay. Uh, Rumble. You hear a little less commotion this time. Things have gone still again. But unless you want to do anything else, you're going to stay in this hole. So, I hear... Do I hear the Lord yelling? You heard some commotion. Like, you didn't hear... Um, roll, roll another perception check, just to see. Yeah, I'm going to say It's going to be hard for me to make out. It's, it's uh, 16. With a 16, you don't make out... Dis- you didn't make out distinct words, but you no. could... Hear a voice uh, shouting. Yeah. And then that voice stopped. And now there's once again silence. There was a smash of as though glass or porcelain. Um, But it has... There's once again sort of silence in the house. Okay. Um, Great. Things are happening really fast right now. Sure. Sure. Um, I... There's there's no way to unlock this door from remember from the from the inside. There wasn't like a lock. You haven't tried. Okay. There's no the lock's not on the outside. You would have to do uh it it probably mean forcing it because there's no mechanism on the inside to unlock it. Yeah. If you had some sort of magical means to get on the other side, potentially. Yeah, I don't know. Um, but it's not pickable from this side. Sure. Um It's basically like a deadbolt from the other side. Great. Do I have no, I don't. Um, well, I'm going to jump. Um, I, I'm going to dangle the rope down. I can like go in and out of the space, whatever. So I'm, I'm going to climb out. I do want to cast. Want to cast disguise self on myself? That's not a concentration spell. Yeah. Um, All right. Neither, neither is rope trick. Um, oh really? Yeah. Nice. Um, is rope trick? That's not a. Uh, that's. I'm pretty sure that's not a ritual spell. No. Okay. Um, I'm gonna. I'm going to disguise myself as just like a random bedraggled uh, half orc, just like someone. Okay. So I have my mind palace of random characters. Sure. Some guy you met down in uh, yeah in Undermountain a while ago. Yep. In Skullport. Um, it, what's your intent behind doing this? Can I know? Um, just to. Oh, sorry. Um, just in case, like I do run into one of the mass lords, so they just don't recognize me at first. Uh, okay. I, like, these are, are not, sorry, yeah, yeah, yeah. one of the lords. Uh, uh, one, one of lady or tallies. lord tall. Yeah. Yes, because I don't know who's going to come down that stairs, or if I'm sure, sure, sure. going to see. I do not want to be ID'd. Sure. Um. All right. Uh, and, um, well, can I, like, run up to the door? I'm just gonna, like, kind of, like, yeah, want to check out the door. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna hold that 16, you put your ear against the door. You can tell that shit's going down somewhere. At this point, there's no, like, uh, there's no sound to, you know, give you a real clear idea what's happening, but you can tell that there's a commotion. Okay. And because you've been waiting for a while, you, you know, make an inside check. Okay. We'll see if you think that this is, like, just the Lord and looking up to some bullshit, or you're being... Like, this maybe is your or your party. Uh, 18. Yeah, you feel like somebody has broken into the house or is, like, coming <clears throat> to perhaps... 
There's a commotion. Yeah, maybe make a distraction for you, perhaps, or rescue you. Okay. And you get the sense that this is not just Lord and Lady up to their own business. Because mm-hmm. they were very quiet before. Okay. And it seems like they move about this house very quietly. Cool. Um, Yuri, we're back to you. You are at that door. What would you like to do? Search my good friend... Bacchus, Bikram. Bikram, make an investigation check. As you, he's wearing uh, that same black cloak with a uh, a purple circle on the back of it. A lady was wearing the same sort of thing. Shit. 17 plus 7. Yeah, you uh, you very quickly just sort of like pull aside the this robe that he's wearing and can make it. <laughs> Beneath it, he's wearing the finery of a nobleman. And uh, at his hip, there is a keychain, or not a keychain, there's a a key ring uh, with a couple keys on it. Uh, You grab it. Yep. And then use my. So I I was over here, so five. I was 10 feet to get to him, an action to search him and get the key. You still have 20 feet of movement, I believe, and a bonus action. Five. I can do five for the first diagonal, right? Yep. 10, 15, 20. All right. Do you want to do anything with your bonus action? I can't dash with bonus action? Uh, that uses an action. You have to be a rogue to, do, to okay. be able to do that, or uh, some other type of subclass. Could Misty step as a bonus action? I do that, because I get one free Misty step a day. Nice. Position yourself accordingly. It has to be somewhere you can uh, see. 10. That door, I'm going to say, is open right this now. This one? Yeah. The door of the kitchen. 15, 20, 25. 30, but I want to be over here. I can't see this square, can I? No. So, right here. Okay. Pop. You, Nightshade. Yeah. And uh, that is your turn. Next up, the Lord and Lady are going to make saving throws. You feel the magic hold. Though you cannot see them, you can... Sense that that tether remains strong on them. Uh, That spell is working like gangbusters for you right now. Rumble. You can now, you hear, uh, you heard somebody advancing down the hall, and then you hear just a a very strange sound as though, um, I mean, I think Misty Step might actually be a, a pretty quiet thing. Uh, <laughs> it's, a, it's like a silent. Yeah, but you, you, hear, you heard footsteps. You heard footsteps, and then like a very brief break in the footsteps, and then a sort of like as somebody landed in the kitchen. Okay, um, I'm gonna go back. I'm gonna go to the bottom of the stairs. I'm gonna wait um, next to my rope. All right, so you've just got, like, a hand on this rope. You're looking up at the door. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Yuri. All right, um, start... um, Move yourself. Yep, 5, 10, 15, and start... Move yourself. Oh, no, no, that's right, that's right, sorry. Uh, You move 15 feet. uh, You're going to use an action. Mm -hmm. Or roll uh, roll a straight d20. This is a luck roll. There's two keys on this. If you get the first one... And it's the door for the basement. Uh, it's going to be a bonus action. If it's the second one, it's going to be a full action. Okay. So you need to be uh, you need to be a ten. Okay. 
One. Uh, it's a full action as you first try the key and you're like, oh, maybe I need to do it upside down. You try it that way, it doesn't work. You try it, okay, it's the second key. Uh, and it goes in and clicks and opens. You see Rumble at the bottom of the stairs, which is a half orc. He sees a half orc. Oh, yeah, no, you see a half orc. You see a half orc at the bottom of the stairs with a hand on a rope that is hanging in the air inexplicably, just looking up at you. Make an insight check. Can I just. Uh, you're impressed. Burning hands. Seven plus insight. So, ten. Yeah. Uh, you know that Rumble has the ability to, to change his appearance, and you're not sure positive, but there's enough of like uh, there, there's enough self awareness even in this like very hectic moment for you to be like this could be Rumble, this might not be Rumble. Context. What do you want to do? Um, I'm just. You gonna, used your action and you used 15 feet of movement. I'm just gonna scream, Rumble, time to go! <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, you hear that? Uh, I say, um, okay, cool. Curious <laughs> me. Okay, cool. um, word. Word. Yeah, I run the stairs. I'm like, it's me, Yuri. You me. at this you point still have name. a bonus action. I know. <laughs> I know. And some fucker. You have a bonus action and some movement. Um, do you want to do anything with them? Bonus action. I'm I'm just waiting for my kitty cat friend to come. All right. So it is the Lord and Lady again. <sighs> the door's open. The door's open. Lady. And I have a friend now. Natural twenty. She is free. You feel the magic give way for the lady. She's only got any time left. The Lord rolled a natural one. Yes. Uh, that is the end of her turn. It happens at the end of her turn. She has an aneurysm from forcing it to Um, Rumble. It's your turn. And I'm at the top of the stairs. You're at the bottom of the stairs. Okay. Um, I I run up the stairs towards Yuri. All right. It's me. It's me. It's me. Let's get out of here. Uh, 5, 10, 15, 20, 25. You can get up to the top of the stairs with your full movement. The two of you are reunited. What do you want to do? So your action and your bonus action. Okay. Um, I still have my action and my bonus action. Yes, but you used your movement. Right. Um. Can you get out one of the windows? I mean, that's probably the best bet. So we, should, yeah, we need to get out. We need to get out of here. Get, get, oh, I get time to go. Uh, I don't have any more movement. So don't have any more movement. You can use your action to dash, which would give you another thirty feet of movement. Oh yeah, yes. I'm gonna do that. I'm going to. Oh wait, actually, I have uh, cat's agility. Oh yeah, what's that? Uh, <laughs> agility. Hell, yeah. I can double my movement what's speed that? to the end of the turn once I combat. Oh Hell, yeah. So you just got like an extra movement, basically. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Does that eat up anything, or is it just an ability? No, it's just a special. All right. So you get another ability. another thirty feet of movement. All right. Like it's me, Jerry. Get the fuck out of here. I'm I'm gonna book it and jump through that window. Hell yeah. <laughs> uh, you run around. The, I'm gonna say if you want, you can make uh, an acrobatic check to jump from the table through the window. Uh, what it's going to do. You, this is the thing that you can do. You can either make a strength check to try and break the window or an acrobatic check to try and jump through the window. Your choice. The athletics or acrobatics? I'm going to do acrobatics. Hell yeah. So you that's this is going to be your action. It's not going to eat from your movement, but this is going to be the thing that determines whether you get through the window or not. Uh, roll an acrobatics check. Roll it with advantage because this is sick. All right, that's a six. It is sick. 
That's a five, six plus seven, nine. Oh my god. <laughs> Roll a six and a five. Okay, so this is very much like one of those moments where a cat like has a freak out. And uh, you see Rumble hop up onto this table and just like fling himself at this window and just... And it's like the... Uh, there's like a reinforcing bar in the oh, middle no. that you just strike. And the window cracks, but you do not fall through it. You've used uh, some of your movement, but you have not... Uh, You've not managed to break the window. Did that, did that count as my action, you said? Yeah. yeah. But I'm sure, like, he hits the ground oh, and he does the thing where cats jump super high. When you say there's not, like, a metal bar, it's not like, it's just, like, a strong window that I have managed. These are strong windows. The, they're, the, the, <laughs> they just, like, open? <laughs> they're, they're, wind, they're glass panes. That are framed by my middle. Can I bonus action to open the window? Can you just open it? Uh, make a, you you kind of pull the blinds apart, and you realize that these windows have been latched and locked, which was part of the reason why it didn't just immediately give way when you jump through it. These are sturdy windows. It's like a manor house. The uh, I'm blanking on the word for it, but basically the like subdividers of these windows they're they're metal. Okay. So there's a chance that you were just not, like, going to hit a part of it that's, like, more reinforced yeah. and not just, like, a plane of glass. Um, and that's what happened, unfortunately. Okay. Uh, you, you still have a bonus action? Yeah. Uh, you can unlock the window, but not open it. Not unlock the window. You do that. Okay. They're called grills. You're also going to take one point of bludgeoning damage. <laughs> I'm bumped my head. Uh, Yuri, it is your turn. Um, he's gonna laugh at Rumble, and then <laughs> he's gonna, like, swan dive towards the window, and then Misty step out into the yard. Like, Misty step midair. Yeah. Just cool. to, like, show off and make Rumble uh, feel silly. Rumble did indeed open those blinds up for you, which gives you a clear view. Where do you want a Misty step? Um, 30 feet. Same thing to the wall. You can see, yeah, you, you did it once, and now you can see it, so you can do it better. Yeah. Uh, you misty step right out to the top of the retaining wall. You see this rumble. Yuri just sort of flings himself at the window, and for a minute, there's a thought in your head like, oh, "I wouldn't try that." But then he disappears in a plume of mist and reappears on top of that wall. Just he winks like midair right before he disappears. That rumble. Um. <clears throat> Evening. <laughs> that was only your bonus action, I believe. You still have an action in movement, and you are basically here. I'm just gonna. I'll show you new movement. I'm gonna. I mean, she's already seen me, so it's not like. But I also don't want like street people to see me. I'm hopping down and trusting that Rumble's gonna follow me on this window. Okay. Uh. You do that, you hop down. It only takes five feet of your movement. You still have a lot to do. Do you want to do anything else out here? Um, make, a, make a cell check for me, first of all. Uh, You're in this back alley. 13 plus 3, 16. 16. I also want to make it clear I'm taking these keys with me. <laughs> okay. I throw the keys in the ground. He's not locking that door. You've got the keys. Uh, you're on the ground. Did you say you were going to do anything? Waiting for Rumble. Okay. Uh, you sort of hunker down out here in the alley, and you can't see over the wall on this side, but you're just waiting. You know, Rumble is on your tail. Um, 
rumble, you see the lady <laughs> burst in through into the kitchen and make eye contact. She moved and dashed. Uh, it's still looking hard, though. You run. But, like, in a good way. Okay. <laughs> I did say bedraggled, so. No. I can't believe that worked. Uh, as she comes into the room, you see her extend her hand, and you see this, uh, it is a circle of energy that appears in space before you, and is just like this rapidly rotating disc that catapults itself at you. Awesome. Um, it's going to be a spell attack. Kind of boss of half, so look what out. is your armor class? 14. This thing misses you and like buzz saws through this window, actually shattering it this time yeah. as you just sort of duck out of the way of it. Uh, there is now a spiritual weapon. Where'd that bag of dice go? Oh, sorry. Okay. There's a spiritual weapon in play. Sounds bad. Here. It's a great cleric spell. Um, There's such a thing as a sea elf? Yeah. <laughs> what are you doing over there? <laughs> we'll get to you guys soon. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm so, need to so focused on them so far. Be your moves. Don't worry. Um, Come on. Out of here. Uh, that is her turn, though. The Lord is going great. to, this once again, attempt to break free. And fails. Wow. <laughs> Uh, they've been rolling, like, every time it's been, like, an 11, a 12, a 9, an 11, a 12, a 1. Like, they've been just below the threshold that they need. Absolutely. All right. Uh, that is the Lord, who you still feel is held by your spell. Rumble, what do you want to do? I am, I am out of here. All right. Um... I should have added two to my initiative. I'm also going to say, because the, the way that last turn worked out for you, you didn't actually use your feline agility. You just used your regular movement, and you smashed against the window. Okay. The, you just lost that action, basically, because you okay. failed. Cool. Um, yeah, I'm, I am fully trying to get out of here. The window just broke, right. and I am going to... Make an acrobatics check for me, as you need to jump ten feet down. Um, if you succeed, you aren't going to take any damage. More space to roll. Maybe that's why I'm rolling so bad. <laughs> Twelve plus three, fifteen. What the? How much? Fifteen. Uh, with fifteen, you succeed. You uh, sort of do a three-point landing as you land in a bush, and it cushions you just enough. You don't take any damage. You still have a a fifteen-foot gap to clear between you and the back, or twenty-foot gap. To clear, uh, and then you also need to get over this wall. So you take that twenty feet of movement. You have climbing speed, right? Yep. You don't need to make any sort of check to get up. You just scramble. You're on top. You hop down. You're on the other side with your. You've used your movement at this point. All right. But you still have an action and a bonus action, and then you could use feline agility. If are we out of sight right now? You're out of sight, but certainly not out of mind. Right. <laughs> um, we need to get the, the fuck out of here, Yuri. Um, yeah, 
What's on the other side of this wall? I want to run away. Are there like any alleys we can run down? Um. What's on the like? Is there like a street on the other side of this wall? You're in a back alley. It's about 15 feet wide. There's another row, like the back of the back walls of other houses on the other side. Um, so there's sort of just like like some raw sewage running down the way. There's some bins with refuse in them. Okay. Um, and there's a main, like to your right, there's a main street. And uh, to your left, there's a much longer like chunk of alley to run through. Okay. Um, first, I want to... So I'm going to use my action. I want to cast um, Pass Without Trace on nice. me and Yuri. Nice. Um, that's really cool. So we cannot be tracked, and we get a plus 10 to self chase. Oh, yeah. Um, I'm like, okay, Yuri, we have to take off. Get out of sight as quick as we can. Uh, and then I'm going to use Feline Agility, and I'm just going to sprint. Nice. Um, no way. So you get that plus 10 when you're making stealth checks. Yeah. Uh, if you're being speedy, you can't make a stealth check, basically. Sure. Uh, but you're not yet, like, foregoing your... I mean, at this point, you beeline, you get 30 feet, 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. You get there, so you still have about 25 feet to get to the end of this alley. Okay. Uh, Yuri, you're up. You see Rumble running ahead of you. What do you want to do? Alright, you can make it to the end of the alley if you use your action to dash. I will do that. Alright, you do, and you... Do you want to run out into the street, or do you want to stay at the... Sorry, can you move this back a minute? You basically run here. This wall extends here. Uh, and this is the street. Um... Do you want to run out into the street? You have, like, a couple more feet of movement if you want to, or you can stay... Uh, still in the shadows and like look around first. Um, I mean, we don't know who's in the street. What? We don't know who's in the street. Yeah, basically, like you're you're in a full like sprint running into this alley. I'm asking you, do you want to like wait before you run out into the street? Yeah, I want I want to like wait for a second, make sure that the okay. So roll a yeah, roll a perception check. 13 plus 3, Uh, Looking around the corner, you can see that people are starting to gather outside of the Tali residence down the way. And flames at this point have licked up the side of the house and are reaching the second floor. And you can see people are, like, pointing and screaming. Uh, There's, like, some city watch running down the street towards the house. The house is, like, fully on fire at this point and has drawn the attention of the city. I was trying to burn some bushes. Boopy. Um, Boopy. That is your turn. Next is the lady. We'll burn your fucking house down. (laughs) Don't mess with the hooting noob, motherfucker. But we have the poison. But we have the poison. And their house. Success. So... Theoretically, what would happen if the city watch froze time and investigated everything? They would find us with the poison that we said that they put in the soup, and mm-hmm. also that we had recently burned their house down. Mm-hmm. But right. the fire could burn away all um, proof the of our. If only we had camera phones. Their evidence in their basement. True, but we have the poison. 
But how did but they, now we, like, have we, poison. we have poison. They don't know that we got it. From right. Them. Yeah. What does that prove? Because <sighs> we'd have to say that we fucking broke into their house and broke yeah, yeah, this And we just say we stuffy. found this poison in their house, but they don't know that. Don't know that. Well, we have to talk There's no witnesses. I feel like we have to talk to Mur and be like, "This is what happened." I feel like we've just got to keep escalating this feud between us and this random family that we don't know anything yeah. about their motives. Fuck them. Okay. And their missing kid. Fuck your missing kid. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Fuck your uh, grieving process. <laughs> now we have to, we might have to find their child to make this whole thing better. I don't know. It's actually so a good sorry, I've got your house down. He's your, he's your baby. Sorry about your kid. Sorry. Sorry about your house. <laughs> so, we are going to... I'm going to ask you guys a general question. At this point, you effectively escaped the, the tallies. You have not escaped the situation, but we're at a point where I think we're out of combat. But you guys still have a choice to make. Do you want to flee the scene? Do you want to try to confront the tallies in another way and get the guards to... Uh, go in and investigate the house, uh, assuming they're able to put the fire out. Do you want to use this distraction as a means to put some distance between you? Basically, you have the choice. Do you want to stay or do you want to go? I mean, it would be great for the, to get the city watch to look inside the house and find the dead woman. <clears throat> also fully just committed arson. But we can't, we can't, exactly. We can't do that without... I think we would just get put in cuffs. Exactly. And my instinct is just get the fuck away from this hot-ass scene. Literally hot-ass scene. I think that's what we do. I wish Shapewater... The scene is both hot and ass. Yes. Yeah. Harry looks at Rumble, points at the fire, and like, I did this for you. We're supposed to be sneaky, right? I could have handled it myself. I did this for you, bro. I still dressed like a goth. Smells like smoke. Yeah. I did this for you. Oh, my hair's still black. Look at all that another fringe. I'm going back to Platinum Long after this. Real howl moments. <laughs> Alright, so you guys leave. Uh, first of all, make a stealth check for me. You do have a plus 10 to this because you passed without a trace. 14. Did with plus 10. Oh, plus. Like, do your plus stealth zero. check and then add. 17. 17. Um, with 28. Okay. Um, the, the average of those two things is amazing. Uh, you guys, th- there is a huge distraction happening yeah. a short ways away, and you guys just sort of like see it and are just like, <laughs> walk out of the alley in the opposite direction, slip around, you make a nice, uh, you give this a nice perimeter, but you circle back to Troll Skull Manor, I'm assuming? Yes. Uh, I guess so. I mean, they saw you and they know where you live. My ho- I mean, do they though? They know, they- we're not sure that they know I'm connected to Chopper. Now you just have to establish an alibi. Because I wasn't there when the whole chopper going to jail. So I'm going to do a couple of things. I'm going to roll some saving throws really quick. I'm going to... Let's just hope the fire didn't spread to the Lord while he was frozen in place. (laughs) I hope it did. How long does this spell last? Um, Which spell? All right. You, uh, You get maybe like... You're you're moving away from this house, and after about 30 seconds, you feel uh, the Lord break out of this spell. (laughs) He failed so many throws. (laughs) Um, At some point, he's just like, this is forever now. 
<laughs> but you guys don't know what's going on back at the house. You do make it back to Troll Skull Manor just as Bang Bang and Chuck are returning from their respective evenings out on the town. And you see these two sort of just like <laughs> so keyed up coming down the alleyway, uh, just like sweating. Uh, Yuri, has, like, Yuri has like some soot like on one side of his face. Uh, they, neither of them look hurt, but they just look like like uh, like their pupils are like totally full. They're just so 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 on edge. Beautiful, my, my dear friends, what happened? Uh, go uh, inside. We, we need to. We need to. Go need inside. To right okay. Now. Okay. Let's, let's go. Let's go. Also, my hopes in taking the keys is that they, while well, if the city watch have to like inspect the house while it's burning, that they can't lock the door to the basement. So there's a chance. Oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna roll some things over here right now while you all have a little scene to basically. Relate to them what happened and talk about what you're going to do. So, I'm going to say that over, if you want to tell them, you can take the next like five or ten minutes yes. basically to relay what happened. The whole party can be in the yeah. same room doing this. Uh, what do you all want to do going forward? So, we tell them everything. I tell, tell them everything. I think I am a little pissed. At Where, oh yeah, that's right. You're. Uh, <laughs> I'm ostensibly inside. I think Rumble is kids. very independent. <laughs> it was like I'm not missing it. Sneak out of here. And then like the house somebody It's like what I'm do we do? I'm not making myself. Oh my god. If I was at the hooting, that would have been my new home. Urchin would have gotten the rituals. Oh yeah, with our scenarios. Right. But now that this is happening, Chop is going to go upstairs and draw himself a bath and <laughs> maintain his uh, plausible deniability. Okay. Um, right, I forgot that I totally, um, basically... Yeah, that's right. You invited all of the children of the mm-hmm. field ward, basically, <laughs> to come and stay at the Hooting Newt. Or all of Ricky's friends, at least. So Chapa was sitting outside on the porch, and when we saw people coming, he goes inside, goes upstairs, and says, bang, bang deal with this, and um, don't. I'm not going to speak to anybody about anything other than you. First of all, <laughs> as they start telling you this story, you can hear, like, the fire brigade coming down the street and making their way. Uh, th- their house is not far from y'all's house. Yeah, it's like... Smell the smoke. It's you the can fire. see, the, like, the plume yeah. going up into the air. Uh, I just look at Yuri and say, oh... Oh dear. Oh dear. Oh, oh little flame, what have you done? <laughs> oh. You made an oopsie. <laughs> oopsie. Did you find it? Oh, oopsie. oopsie. Yeah. They arrested right. They're definitely. I saved one Rumble. spell. No fire. We have some evidence. We committed some crimes. Not my first crime, not my worst crime. Mm. I've done worse than this. Better than melting faces, I say. Fair. Uh, I suppose. <laughs> I think you should lay low for a little bit. I think this works swimmingly. Swimmingly. Should be. Do we have any bleach in the house? I'd love to go blonde again. 
<laughs> Use Chuck's okay. new hat. Uh, I, it it has to be attuned. Oh, gotcha. So, mm. you could you could attune it to you, but that's, <laughs> I have to attune it to myself. I haven't done that yet. Witness protection. Uh, Witness protection. You could look like yourself, but with, like, different hair. That would be very recognizable. I have a wing. Wings. You, you do canonically have many wings. wings. <laughs> Two, three wings. None of them wings. I've worn those wings a couple times. One's green, one's pink. I remember the pink one oh. and, the, and the like plastic party shades. Yeah. Accidental. Yeah. Be, third, it's a yeah, what are you green wig mohawk, pink wig uh, bob, third wig sunglasses. <laughs> third wig bob and sunglasses. All right. What are you Should we help it up here? No. So, uh, no. you guys back at the house, you see this column of smoke, you see the fire brigade. Um, you... What are you, what are you doing as this is happening? The guilds to repair your house, they've been so busy. Basically, I, I just rolled some dice to see how that situation is going to play out. Um, what do you all want to do? Do you want to stay here? Do you want to Wait, do you want to return? You tell me. Should we find some high power friends to. No, here. No, you're not here. No? Or wait, we're wait, with wait. Chuck and Dang I'm taking a bath. Oh. So that I don't know anything about what's happening. We could send a message to somebody. I think. <clears throat> I, I would say calling upon. Uh, we would call upon Mert, but he just let Chopper out of out of prison, and I don't know if he would want us to keep just have him cleaning up after our, our messes. I'm, I'm trying to think if there's a way that we could just lay low, not go back, and just, kind of just let it fizzle out, maybe. That is my... I'm conflict avoidant. You know? um, they see my, my face, but they don't know who I am, maybe. Should we just lock you in the cellar? You can always hide in the cellar. I mean, I've got a bedroom. <laughs> I can come in there. But, but we could hide you in the cellar, and then if they came looking and searched the house, we can, you know. We could go, we could just put you in the sewers. Sewers? I need to learn this invisibility spell. I have the spell book, I just need to transcribe it. Um, yeah, let's go. I think you two should either hide <clears throat> or go in, in the house, in the cellar, or even better, go to the sewer. Just, just get out of sight, at least for the night. Okay, I'm not hiding, hiding in the cellar for the night. The the city watch know that we, as a house, have some trouble with the tallies and. Didn't we find a secret sewer entrance near the yes, house? Yes, we did. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it is labeled on the map behind you. There's a blue circle kind of near the compass in the top left corner there. Oh yeah. Okay. Next to the front now. Should I, go, should I go spy on them? <laughs> Hang on a rooftop. You need to change your shape again. Mm-hmm, also, just sort of, uh, so you can get an idea, this is where you all are living. The Tallies would live sort of like, if you could extend another maybe sure. six inches to a foot up, they're like somewhere at the back corner. They're north and west. Away. They're near the high road. I think I have an actual cross street for them, but let me see. 
I think, yeah, I think we should lay low. I think we should get out of the house because I feel like they're going to connect some dots pretty quickly. And Bang Bang and I both have alibis. Yeah, right. Keep it out. Choppa has been home, but has been. I I think I heard you yell. I mean, you yelled, "Rumble, let's go in the house." So I'm like. I don't want to be pinned for this, even though they... So you two, I'm, I'm getting that you two are hiding out. Right? Yeah. And you're going to stay in Trollskull Manor in the cellar. Or are you going to go to the sewer? Can we take a long rest in the sewer? Um, I'm going to say that you, you definitely can. It's not going to be the most comfortable night, but you have somebody who's well-equipped for, like... Sewer. Sewer block. Like, in the very t- top of the tower. Of the turret. Yeah. I feel like they might... Find us there. That's where my room is. True. Um, I want to go to the cellar mm-hmm. so we can get a comfortable and safe rest, but I feel like the sewer might be I could just in case. I can bring you to the center of the safe house. That's an excellent idea. <laughs> I'm sure they would love it. That's actually a great idea. That's not a bad idea at all. I know some people who might be able to keep us on the down low for a little bit. Uh, you might not be too favorable with you. Roll a, uh, roll a history check with advantage. That does seem like a really cool way to start. For like people Two sevens. Getting a sense Minus of one. Yeah. Yeah, I think this is a great point. <laughs> Sick. Great. Good, great. Great. comes as that. I have some connections here. Um... Look, I know this is entered in safe house, and it's it's gonna be a very safe place uh, to sure? avoid detection. Are you sure? Safe for me. Safe for you, maybe. Have you crossed any zones lately? Plenty. Oh. Cut to a montage. Uh, <laughs> Yuri just melting. <laughs> <laughs> Smiling. At least three to five. Centaur on fire. Okay. <laughs> Do you convey this to me? Do you- <laughs> um, um, did I melt any zets specifically? Yeah, the ground. Yeah, the ground you did. Oh, we're still flocking. This is a. We're on everyone's shit list. Name the um, that was the Xanathar guild. Oh, yeah. Um, this is a zet. Oh, but or no, he's not a zet. But we're friends. Yeah, but he's not a zet anyway, and also he now knows that. Little does he know that I meant every word I said. (laughs) (laughs) I am his friend. Whether I yeah, I drugged you, but I did. I was telling the truth. I dressed and all that stuff. But I love you. Yeah. Oh, good. Do you usually have that much fun in prison? (laughs) Um. Frederick's got some real emotional catharsis getting to work through some of his traumas. I think, um, unfortunately, I, I don't think I'd be super welcome in a Zent hideout. Okay. I mean, they might not remember me. Yeah, also, yeah. there are so many Zents. How are they going to put the pieces together? There's very few elves. I don't think I managed to fire. But also, you could just hide in the basement here. That's true. Or go to, um, Jelson and Revan's apartment. That's true. Jelson and Revan. Where's Bonnie? Is she still living with us? No, she's not that, right? No, she's, uh, Bonnie's she's actively looking for another apartment. Yeah. 
Um, hold on a sec. You saw her at the Hooting Newt earlier. Oh, wait. Or at the Young Portal last night. This night. Was it tonight? We have... Bonnie arrives home during all of this hubbub. Uh, she arrives in as you guys are having this hushed conversation. Uh, she sort of walks in through the door and is like, Did you all see the smoke? There must be some sort of fire. What's, uh, what's going on? Do you know a place for silly criminals to hide? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) Um, Did you all have something to do with the fire? Some some of us did, not, uh, not all of us. You know, it, uh, intentionally, at least some of us had nothing to do with it. <laughs> Only some of your favorite people here. Intentions okay. were good. Um, uh, maybe this is a good time for this. Uh, <laughs> I found a place <laughs> oh, to move out to, and okay. I um, I can move in tomorrow. And I don't have many possessions here besides for some clothes. It's in a much better location for me. It's in the dock ward, sort of near where I work. Um, look, maybe I can uh, help you all tonight, but I just want to let you know it's been so great staying here. I'm so oh, grateful, okay. but I, uh, I'm i going to move out tomorrow. Bonnie, it's so infrequently that we see anyone with healthy boundaries here. Congratulations. Well, when you come from a life of crime and you sort of see people at it, maybe not at it, doing it at its best, uh, you realize it is sometimes good to get a little bit of distance. I don't want to, you know, I do want to help as much as I can, but um, are we safe here? What kind of fire did you set? What's the deal? What's going on? I was trying to cite a friend. He was in trouble. You see her just, like, she's like, oh, sweet boy. <laughs> like, um, okay, uh, did you save your friend? My friend is saved. That's great. Um, do you think people are going to come? Is is there going to be any retribution for this? Who who's who's wh- what is burning down? The the, the Tali men. And the Tallies are nobles. Ah. Okay. Okay. So you burned down a noble's house, and this is after you guys you did that thing at the the Growlhoonville. So you guys are just like terrorizing the nobles of the neighborhood you live in. Amen. Amen. With good reason. Okay. Uh, I think I am going to get my things now. She's our other roommate. (laughs) And uh, you know, it's 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 only a little cold out tonight. I'll just bundle up and find a bench, and uh, I I can move in tomorrow in the afternoon. So, um... Bonnie's just bouncing immediately. <laughs> yeah, Bonnie's, like, already, like, kind of walking up the stairs, just, like... Okay, that I'm gonna, cool. I'm gonna deal with the, like, Bonnie, Bonnie is, is, like, rapidly trying to get her shit and get out. If you're cold, you could sleep closer to the fire. <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't respond, she just, like, that's, like, the line that she exits on. <laughs> I did by Bonnie. I miss her. Oh, well, so that did provide us with a, uh, a safe house option for you two. How bad do you think the Zen, I mean, the Zens would really hurt? 
Your... Uh, he thinks not at all. I think this is totally cool. I don't know anything that you I the Zens, have done to the run. Zens are totally welcoming to outsiders. <laughs> I don't feel safe. <laughs> Pull that out there. Yeah, you make an inside check. Seventeen plus three. Eight, you have actively killed Zens. Er. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. That's not actually... Okay, you actively killed Xanathar Guild. Mm-hmm. You have come across Zents in several different capacities. Oh, no, no, that's not true. You actually have killed Zents. You well, killed three Zents with, uh, with fire. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, you aren't sure whether the word of that got back to the Zentarim network that you would be going to be uh, a part of. You know that there's, like, this schism. So you're not sure if the Zents you fried are part of or not part of the fa- the faction that Rumble would be taking That's you to. A good point. But in general, you are you you are uncomfortable with the idea of being around Zens because you have killed Zens. Mm-hmm. And you know that there's this game war happening and the party in general are like implicated in a lot of things and it just feels like a bad thing for you to go be around Zens. Mm-hmm. I think we're, I think we're sticking with this, with the Sula plan. If you will allow it. Look, the Zens are very welcoming, especially to people, <laughs> especially to people who might have, uh, done a little, uh, law-breaking. But, um, as long as, I mean, as long as you haven't, like, killed any Zens. Rumble, I have something to tell you. Um, I've killed multiple Zens. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, I, in fear of crossing any more people tonight, how about we just take a little trip to the sewers and uh, nice. try to find a nice area out of the sludge to camp out for a night. Sounds like a plan. I'm sorry we've got, gotten you into this mess. Oh, you know, <laughs> <laughs> we'll sort it out. We can always use your rope trick as well in the house. Uh, I think I'm... <clears throat> a little spent for the day. I think I need a little, take a little nap. But um, yeah, I think this is sort of our safest bet for now. There's that, so there's that hole near the house that we can sneak up. You two, uh, if you want, you can grab some things from the house, like rations uh, and bedrolls, and uh, make your way to the sewers. I'm going to have you make a survival check. Uh, this is going to determine how well you are able to, like, find a place to rest in the sewers. That's a third seven I've rolled in a row. Do you have advantage with this, for this? Because you are a ranger, and I think that you, as like a, as a gloom stalker, you might get some, uh, some sort of advantages for these. Or just for, like, what's your favorite terrain? Like, that sort of stuff. I know I have a favorite terrain. Oh, um... Yes. Check out, just glance at your ranger features, because there may be something that helps you there. I remember there was something I took instead of favorite terrain. Right. Um, As this is happening, as they're getting their things ready to go for the sewers, uh, Choppa, you're getting squeaky clean up in the bath. He's got a very long, he's got a brush 
with very stiff bristles and a very long handle so we can clean <laughs> all this shell real nice. Bonnie comes down wearing like most of her clothing and a scarf and a hat and is like, so um, talk soon. Thank you again so much. And you see her put a little sack of coin down on a table by the by the door. This is just a gesture of thanks for letting me stay here. Um, someone can add 10 gold to the party uh, coffers Got it. from Bonnie for giving her a place to stay and for the better part of a month. And I say, Bonnie, Bonnie, wait, wait. I, I don't want you to go cold tonight, so please have this cask of fine liquor. She looks at it and is like, I work at a bar. Oh. And just hands it back to you. Thanks. I just, I don't, you know. Yeah. I don't need that. No, no. I'll be fine. Yeah. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll go downtown and see what's up with Jilson and Revan. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I can always stay at the yawning portal for the night. I've got options. I've got options. (laughs) I'm a very capable woman on the city. Yeah. Yeah. I can't wait for the Bonnie woman slash man slash whatever you want me to be. <laughs> I can't wait for the Bonnie spin-off sitcom about her trying to make it in the big city as a doppelganger. As a doppelganger, yeah. doppelganger. Yeah. Um, did you figure out? I don't have advantage. All right. So what was that survival check? That, that was a seven plus five twelve. The same okay. Yeah. With the twelve, you do fine. Uh, it's not comfortable. You go down into these sewers. Um, there's nothing overly remarkable. The uh, you you kind of follow them easterly for a while, and you find a little portion that is out of the muck. Uh, you both have like a small little landing that's like sort of fifteen by ten, where you can stay for the night. It's like a little service area, um, and you do that. It smells awful. <laughs> Great. Uh, but it doesn't, there's, there's nothing down there, like, bothering you for the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel more guys, safe down here. Yeah, yeah. Yuri, you're probably feeling a little bit uh, uncomfortable and gross. Uh, you see that Rumble sort of just, like, really stretches out and is like, oh, back home. Like, <laughs> feeling comfy. Uh, but you guys can stay down there and take a long rest. Uh, if there's anything you want to talk about. We can roleplay that. Otherwise, I'll check in on you guys. Is there anything that you want to do with the remainder of your evening? Um, I want to figure out... I think this, yeah, I don't know if this is a buzz <laughs> table thing of how to attune my hat. Because it says that I have to attune it. Uh, you just have to spend an hour of time uh, like, basically keeping it on your head. Okay. I want to do that. Um, also, is there a description of what the hat looks like? Uh, I'm going to let you describe what it looks like. Just know that it came from Mika Pink. I think it's a tiara. Okay. Is this the sort of thing where the hat will stay on the body no matter what Chuck looks like, or does that get included in the disguise? That's a good the hat, the hat will the hat changes. When Chuck is as Chuck, the it is visible in the form that you want it to be. Uh, but as soon as you take a disguise of something else, it can go away, or you can have a different type of hat. Yeah. I think what I'm going to say right now for Canton is that when it's as on my head and I'm Chuck, it's a tiara, and then when I change into Monsoir, it, it kind 
kind of like also shifts with me into like a little hairpin. All right. Like it's, like it's silver and then it goes down to like a little. Yeah. yeah. Cute. Chuck's got some. Is there like is there a jewel or a gem or any accent on it? Sorry, what? Is there a jewel or like any um, gem or accent? Yeah, on it? I think the gem. Uh, As you feverishly do some work in <laughs> Hero Forge, I think it's I think it's purple. So like maybe maybe whatever. Like, Amethyst. Amethyst crystal. Amethyst crystal. There's a room that's right across from yours. That, oh, yeah, right. It's the cellar. It's the one where you guys eventually found Bang Bang. Where I got punched, yeah. And uh, currently it's got a lot of uh, old, like, bar furniture with some drapes over it, as well as some, like, old bar decor. Yeah. Like, orcs need not apply, that sort of stuff. Um, mm-hmm. And... Uh, <laughs> It was a different time, you know. Yeah. Uh, but anyways, right. uh, you can you can take some time like rearranging that, creating like more of a center space. Mm-hmm. You don't find beds, but you could make some like an area for you know yeah. kids to bed down. You're not sure what they need, but I like think I would maybe take it's basically a rumpus room now. Yeah, like the sheets that were on top of the bar furniture. Maybe I take those and I put them on the floor. So yeah, you find enough like old cushions and things like that to like create stuff for beds um like you can arrange some of the crates that are up there to be like raised with you know like makeshift bed type cot situations it's not comfortable it's just very makeshift yeah sort of like a yeah a bunk situation awesome don't know why i did this but i'm getting into it (laughs) chalking his berry fairies uh, do you two want to do anything else with your evening? I'm going to say that's going to probably take you up to a point where you're just like, you need to conk out. It's going yeah. to take you like two hours to do that. It's pretty late by the time I already took an hour to get to my hat. Yeah. Do you two want to do anything? Um. Choppa and Bang Bang? No. Choppa <laughs> was waiting at the house to see if the kids showed up so that they would not move into our house. But maybe hearing the sounds of furniture getting arranged upstairs after his shower, towel wrapped around, um, rubbing some wax into his shell, uh, he's like, wanders upstairs, huffing, puffing up the stairs. Chuck, um, what's happening? What's all this thing? Well, so, you know that little boy that poisoned the soup or tried to poison? Yeah, Ricky. Ricky. I, in uh, exchange for information, allowed him and his ragtag team of rugrats to, <clears throat> if they needed a place to stay, stay with us. And so I'm just like setting up the space for some children to live in. 
they might be coming back here. I'm not sure. They also didn't really seem super impressed with the house. They said their shanty town was just as good. Uh, but so I'm expecting some potential children. Um, interesting. Um, interesting. Um. <laughs> Do you think it's a, a bad idea? I'm just idea? concerned that, um, you know, the children are uh, messy and uh-huh. um, destructive, and we're trying to, like, turn this into a business. Uh-huh. And also, um, I don't know, I mean, if I, like, bring any lady turtles back to the house, oh. I'm worried that that would be, like, sort of bus kid, you know. It's rare, so I wouldn't want to mess it up. <laughs> is, is, so the motive for this lack of, or the, these children not being here is just so you can get some side tail? Um, not just. I it's just think that side maybe job. adopting street children shouldn't be on our list of Team priorities. Mm-hmm. I wonder, though, I think. It gets set on fire here a lot. Oh, that's yes, true. It's dangerous. But, Chuck, this does get me thinking to an interesting thing. I wonder if we take this energy uh-huh. and we pivot it into something I've been thinking about of, you know, these kids, they see a lot of what's happening in the city. And if we could, you know, let them know that they can get food here when they need it um, every night. Uh, begin to build up something of a information network. Uh, so eyes and ears across the city, you know. Manipulate the children, not care for them. Yes. No, we provide them with food and comfort, as we do any who come here seeking it. But um, we don't have a room for every child who needs it, and perhaps we could help them in this way. I think that is a very reasonable solution to my bit of a. Uh, whoopsies in the... In well, uh, Ch- I only make very calm and reasonable and rational decisions of late, so I suppose I can forgive people. <laughs> he, he thinks back to his time in jail last night. Um, okay, great. Well, either way, I'm, I'm tired. The children might not show up also. They might not, but I'm going to... Um, should we lock the doors? I think that seems wise. I'm going to uh, sleep down in the in the top room uh, where Bang Bang uh, doesn't sleep, just in case they come around this evening. That's all. Okay. I'm going to just go to bed. All right. Um, Bang Bang, is there anything you want to do? No, just a lot of rest. All right. Long rests for everybody. Whee. Nobody comes to the house this evening. Yes. No officials from the town, no children. You all wake in uh, Troll Skull Manor the next day. You two wake down in the sewers. <clears throat> uh, and you hear a town crier They're out in the street. Fire in the Northwold! House Tolly! Saved! Lord and Lady, arrested! 
My goodness, what unexpected news! Okay, Fire in the North Ward! <laughs> House of Lord and Lady Tolly saved! The Lord and Lady arrested! Why? Eyes? First, let's take a long rest. I wonder, would this, uh, this crier is getting further and further down the street. Does anyone want to run out? Yes, would one of you run out and give me a copy of that broadsheet? Yes, yes. I, I run out. I go. <laughs> you get your bongos out and you're just... <laughs> exactly. What I like also is when I make that sound, it's... it's Chuck doesn't have four toes. So, okay. Yeah, exactly. Just like tapping. Yeah. yeah. This is great Foley work we're all doing. Yeah. <laughs> Where's doing coconuts? Yeah, any coconuts. That's up to you. That, that's a character thing that you have to. Do. Okay. Um, and I uh, one broadsheet. Uh, you, you get this broadsheet. Uh, you bring it back to the house. You. It contains information on following. Uh, it was. It, it is. Very was very quickly made the headline news uh, for this broadsheet that sort of deals with goings-on in the city, but especially uh, the North Ward. Apparently, there was a fire which drew the attention of the city watch to the manor house of the Lord and Lady Tolly. Uh, citizens reacted quickly. There was a mage not far away who managed to use magic to quickly quell the flames. Uh, the city watch, fearing for the safety of the lord and lady, entered the manor and discovered them in the basement trying to hide the uh, remnants of what looked like a potential murder or sacrifice. Right. The lord and lady were discovered in their attempts trying to cover this up uh, and were apprehended. They were taken to jail. Um, when questioned about the nature of the fire, they were tight-lipped, but tried to say that it was not them, but um, an elf who set fire to their house. But there is no credit to this accusation, and no elf was spotted at the scene of the crime. And they are believed to be lying. To cover up for their crimes. <laughs> oh, who? Me? Wow, that really was a, group of, a group of children were interviewed at the scene. Uh, one who went by Ricky said that he just stopped by on uh, he was like he and his gang were moving through the city and came by the fire by happenstance. They didn't see anything strange. Um, shortly after, though, the party, the watch questioned them, and this reporter saw the children ask to return to the field ward where they were from. Wow. I can't believe it all worked out. out. <laughs> That's incredible. There was that a series was, of very uh, funny roles on my side of the, of the, <laughs> of the board. I much more bad for us. Oh, our <laughs> so pleased. Yeah, well, I could have died. <laughs> Yeah. Um, that's what the broadsheet says. Yeah. yeah. There's likely going to be some more blowback that you're not really certain what what it could be as things advance, but uh, that is what the broadsheet says. 
Uh, you two, down in the sewers, do not know this. What would you all like to do? I think, do we, can I send, or, or do we know? We you don't know where the sewers are. You don't know where the sewers they went. <clears throat> um, I'd like to go towards, I'd like to go to the manhole, whatever the cover. That yeah, you can come back out. Poke around and see if. Yeah, yeah, you come out, yeah, uh, it's there. morning time. You just are, I'm going to say you wait by, like, the manhole. You're just sort of, like, holding it up an inch, waiting to see. You come by not too long afterwards, and you see it just, like, hovering an inch off the ground, and you know that Rumble's there. Can I put the broadsheet, which I've taken with me, just, like, can I slip it under? Absolutely. And <laughs> you guys get the full scoop uh, and realize that through the, through the grace of Saloon, you yes. seem to have gotten off scot-free for this one, at least thus far. Ooh. And well, Yuri hugs Rumble. <laughs> and I say, as we walk back to the, to the manor, I say, the children didn't come either. <laughs> <laughs> Which is, I guess, the second party. Oh, we did something. Nice. Um, Chapa makes breakfast for the people who are waking up at the hoodoo. Sorry, guys. You two both get three children at your points. Nice. Okay. Save it for some. I'm, I'm so... I'm finished. Just, you can imagine where I'm in your mouth. How can mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. For the like effects of in a spell that is cast by eating something. I've ever seen Chinese. Yeah, exactly. Or she just, like, mashes food. Yeah, or, or like, um... Amethyst. Or, like, Amethyst, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, can I make a request to the group? Mm-hmm. Can we go to that harbor? The dragon. The dragon. <laughs> I'm down. I've been itching for this thing for so long. Absolutely. You guys can do that. I just want to give you a couple other things. Um, as you're sort of reconvening this morning, uh, a few other things happen. One, you get a paper bird from the Black Sap, from Vajra. Uh, a paper bird. You got one of her, I think Julian was the one who got it earlier, but they're basically like messengers. Uh, they fly sort of like a paper plane across the city, and when they arrive, they contain a message, uh, a written message. This one from the Black Staff is uh, rather lengthy. The bullet points of it are that um, she does indeed remind you or ask if you have gone to see the dragon yet. This is not like a you know message type thing that you can reply to immediately. You would have to send something. But she's reminding you about the bronze dragon. She says that she completed some research into the Stone of Kalor, and uh, that research I can give you some uh, some some information on now or later or whatever. But like you have more information on the Stone of Kalor now. She also talks more about the Vault of Dragons, where Lord Neverember's cache was being, is being hidden, about Agiron's Dragon Ward, which is a magical effect. That affects Waterdeep and prevents dragons from coming within uh, the perimeter of the city. The dragon staff of Agairon, which is a relic, an artifact, that when held by a dragon or touched to a dragon can grant it entrance into the city so that it can move around freely uh, without detection. And also of Oranax, the gold dragon who currently protects the Vault of Dragons. 
This is the one that you all saw in a vision. Ornax. A U R I N A X. U R I N A X. That's the gold dragon. A U R I N A X. That's fair. Um, I can tell you how to spell some of the other things as well, if you're interested. Um, but basically, you learn... Mark, why are you chewing the chair, buddy? Uh, you learn a few things. You learn that in addition to the Stone of Glory indeed being a... Uh, the, the Black Staff did research into a tome by a since uh, missing or disappeared or a mage basically who disappeared from Waterdeep was responsible for imprisoning an Abeleth in this stone, the Stone of Galore. The artifact itself was employed by Lord Neverember as a means of containing the information of the location of his cache of dragons. The nature of this stone is that when somebody is attuned to it, the stone can actively alter a person's memories of the, the person who is attuned to it. Um, such that when they part ways with the stone, all knowledge of that cache can be extracted. Uh, the stone itself is non-detectable by divinatory means. It can't be searched for with magic, um, as is the Vault of Dragons itself, which was by design so that Lord Neverember, who was away from the city, rebuilding the city of Neverwinter when he was essentially kicked out of office, voted out as the uh, open lord of Waterdeep, um, when that happened, his cache of dragons was still hidden. The Stone of Galore was hidden in the Palace of Waterdeep. And that stone was taken by his... Ooh, make sure he doesn't knock that over. Uh, taken by his spies. Not one. Uh, Campari. <laughs> he was just, like, pawing over bottles, it looked like. Uh, the Stone of Galore was first taken by his spies, but then slipped into the uh, control of somebody else. And this is where the record written by this mage sort of runs out, uh, and where this mage sort of skipped town. Basically, the uh, Stone of Galore was a means of accessing the Cache of Dragons. Uh, while Dagald never ever was the Open Lord of Waterdeep, it was hidden within the palace. When he was kicked out of power, he had his spies steal the stone. His spies were then killed, and the stone was taken. You all have information that connects to this. You know that the stone slipped into the control of Xanathar, the Xanathar Guild. Um, so you've essentially, with this information, sort of connected the loop of information and have a full view of both the history of the Stone of Galore what its purpose is, and how it is sort of moved about the city. You also learn that it is indeed a sentient object. It can, in addition to what you already know about it, bang, bang, that it can cast identify, um, 
you learn that it makes its user, uh, it, it, it makes animals hostile to the person attuned to it. You haven't experienced this yet, but according to this wizard's account, uh, animals can sense the vile nature of the stone and any who carry it will basically warrant their hostilities. Whoa. So like rabid dogs and, or just dogs and cats and things like that in the city might start attacking you. Rumble? Um, yeah, Rumble that... is a humanoid of higher intelligence. Rumble's not an animal. Excuse me. Also, you can cast the <laughs> legend lore spell using this stone. It's a high-powered uh, spell, and in doing so, you you kind of speak directly to the uh, the mind of this imprisoned Aboleth. Aboleth. What is that a name or a... An Aboleth is, is a creature. A... It is an abomination. It is an... It, the Blackstaff described Aboleths to you a few sessions back. Right. And... Uh, she described them as these very these ancient, super intelligent alien beings right. who were around pretty much from the dawn of time and see themselves as gods and are ever plotting, ever trying to figure out a way to reassert their dominance over the material plane. At some point in the past, they lost a war and were all but exterminated, but some have remained and have either passed between the plane of water and the prime material plane to survive, and they have near-perfect memories of everything they've experienced in their life. And so they're like troves of lore and information and uh, also highly malevolent evil beings. Interesting. This seems like a bad thing to have attached to me. Yes, but one of us might, and I think if it is any of us, you are a worthy wielder of it back then, capable of resisting any malevolent force it might have. Hmm. If, if not Bang Bang pulled it, where would be a good spot to? Bang Bang's currently attuned to it. Bang Bang is going to have to unattune to it. Bang Bang, if you truly are uncomfortable with it, I would carry it for you, but... Does that mean everybody forgot what they saw? Where uh, it is? Interestingly, no. Not, not at the moment. Mm-hmm. Everyone else didn't attune to it. Right. Everyone else touched it, but you're the one who hung hung on to it. Seems like for whatever reason the Aboleth didn't see fit to take that information from you all yet. You get the sense that it wants you to go there. Mm. Mm. Um, mm. This eldritch abomination is truly disturbing, Bang Bang. I would not blame you for not wanting to carry this upon your person, but I think one of us must if we are to remain confident that it is safe. I will carry it, but... 
not let me become something evil. We'll make sure of that. And he'd like inches his hand towards the haft of his warhammer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I draw it. Next to the next to the bag of destroyed Nimborite parts. <laughs> <laughs> We're not afraid From to put you down. Caught. Um Speaking to this dragon may be a wise idea. They may, uh, the, in the harbor that Chuck mentioned, they may um, have... A bronze dragon scale? Uh, a bronze dragon scale, indeed. Um, yes, we need to do these quests, so um, I propose we do go to do that. Um, although this information is good to have from the Black Staff. Yes. Also, just a neat note that the gold dragon, his name is, um, what was it, Aranax? Aranax. Aranax. Aram. A-U-R-U-M is gold. That is the dragon that guards the vault of dragon. Yes. Vault of dragon. He saw the vision. Should we see if any people have noticed some weird shit in the harbor that we should go Jack, do I have to do anything, like, in-game to dye my hair blonde? Or can we just... I thought your hair was already sort of a platinum silver. It was, but then when I went goth, we dyed it black. (laughs) Yeah. Um, You just did some charcoal every day, you're fine. So maybe I just washed it out. Yeah. You know, I think considering... uh, What what cantrips do you know? Lots of them. Um, Fast forward, rewind. I can rewind time to when my hair was blonde. Firebolt, Mage Hand, Shape Water, Shocking Grasp, Fast Water Reverse. Uh, Shock yourself. If you want to canonically dye your hair back to silver, you can either let it grow out. Uh-huh. Or, um... You can sort this out without too much difficulty. You can go to... Um, I just follow Lefelier at the at Coralon's crown, and she'll have some uh, some poultices that you can rub into your hair that will bleach it essentially. Okay. It's gonna be real fried though. You've done a lot of like dying <laughs> in a short space of time, so it's gonna be pretty frizzy. You're gonna have more of like a. <laughs> it's gonna be less like that flowy, perfect elven hair, and more of like a frizz situation. That. Okay, maybe sort of like fried noodles. They didn't see me last night, right? Is, if no one saw now. They're in jail. They're just jail. Saw, it was in the broadsheet that uh, the Lord and Lady Tolly pinned it. We're trying to pin it on an elf at the scene, but nobody else saw an elf leaving. So it and they found a dead body in their house. So yeah. So it seems like the the watch aren't believing. Again, like broadsheets like to make hay out of these things. Like it, this could all be very true information. It could be uh, exaggerated information. Um, it could be, you know, somewhere in between the truth and, uh, and the lie. All right. I'll let it, I'll just let it grow out or the die will fit. Okay. I think, uh, I think if we do some questing away from the North Ward, they'll, uh, put some distance between us and the little circumstance of last night. Good point. Yes. Let things settle. Is it within the bounds of my parole to go into the harbor to do this thing? Essentially, like oh, yeah. understanding from where on house arrest. Yes. Uh, it it would be outside of that. Mm. 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 You see, I have been 
asked to remain within the city, and I do think that that would conflict. Shame. As that conversation is happening, there's a knock at the door. Oh. City watch. Yuri runs to the cellar. I open the door. I run to the cellar. Uh, You see Captain Kevin. Kevin! Kevin! Uh, Lieutenant? Captain? I can't remember if I made him. Lieutenant. Lieutenant Kevin. Kevin, you've uh, been promoted! Flanked <laughs> by uh, two, two other city watch. And he says, ah! Uh, is that his voice? I'm very sure that's his voice. Ah, Chuck! Um, it's Captain Blastland. <laughs> good, to, uh, good to see you. Uh, is, uh, is, is Choppa, is the rest of your party about? Um, I believe some people are home. Yes, uh, Choppa is here. Choppa! Oh, hello. Oh, would you like some muesli, Kevin? Uh, no, that's fine. Oh, um, I came by with some good news, actually. Good news? I heard the boy yelling. Uh, first Ooh. of all, we, uh, we had that sample of poison tested. And, uh, our alchemist with the Magist and Protectors Guild told us that it was Midnight Tears, which is a highly, highly illegal poison. Whoa. Um, it is, the, the nature of it is such that when imbibed, it is both tasteless and scentless, and at midnight, after the night of imbibing, the, uh, the takers usually overcome with uh, illness and dies, um, unless they are of extremely hardy constitution. My gods. Uh, furthermore, I, I'm sure you guys all saw and heard there was a fire at the Tolly residence last oh, night. Yes, yes. We, uh, we smelled the smoke and we, we got the news this morning. Yeah, very suspicious stuff. Uh, we had the Tollies in custody. Um, we found further evidence of, uh, Midnight Tears at their home. And there was an alchemical station. There was, um... Listen, this... this I know this is making its way out in the broadsheets, but uh, there was a body in the house. Oh! Is the yeah. broadsheets at some sort of sacrifice? We're looking into it. We're, we're getting some priests on the scene. It does seem to have some sort of religious ties. I can't say too much about the investigation. What I can say is, we, I, as a representative of the city of Waterdeep, apologize. It seems that you were onto something when you tried to apprehend the Tollies, and that they were covering up for crimes. Um, we don't know the nature of these crimes yet. We don't know why they were committing them, but they do seem to have committed at least one murder. And it seems like they tried to commit a few more using your your soup stall as a as a Yes, many more. I I wonder, um and I apologize also for my impulsivity, um, but I wonder if there's anything more you can tell us if about what they've learned or why this could have been done. Just make something to make this terrible crime make sense. Why, please? Why me? <laughs> Sixteen. 
you see Lieutenant Kevin look at his two, uh, the two watchmen with him, and he's like, hey, uh, there's a place that makes really good sticky buns around the corner. Do you mind, uh, do you mind going and grabbing one for me? Get one for yourselves, too, guys. They both, like, exchange a glance. They're like, of course, Lieutenant. And they they walk off. And Kevin turns back to you all. Can I come in? What? Can I come in? Oh, of course. Uh, he comes into the bar and sits down at one of the uh, slightly damaged chairs. I put some new sleep in front of him anyway. He, I'll just leave this here. He uh, looks at it and doesn't doesn't touch it. Just gets gets right into business. Um, <laughs> listen, uh, our instincts were wrong on this one. Uh, we we had to look after the um, as the city watch. We have a certain duty to uphold to the citizens of this city and the nobility especially. And uh, I was in a bind. When uh, when I came across you all, but I, I like you all. I, th- I think you generally have the the good of the city at heart, and uh, especially with everything that happened at Growlhoon Villa lately, you guys seem to be onto something uh, bigger than I fully comprehend. And uh, I I understand that Seath Cromley and uh, Barnabas Blasswind have been investigating some stuff of their own. And, I'm not sure if there's a connection between the Growlhoons and the Tollies. At this point, it seems uh, unclear, but unlikely. Nevertheless, you all have proven yourself capable and dedicated citizens. So I'm going to give you a little bit of information and ask you all to um, not make a scene somewhere in the city over the next few days. You've, you've, you've been in the headlines, as it were, oh, and uh, this isn't a good trend to establish. You guys could be very helpful to us, and I've, uh, I've also heard, I understand that you're part of Force Grey. Yes. The Blackstaff has, has left a notice at the uh, North Ward City Watch post that um, you are all to be granted a certain amount of leeway and understanding in matters extrajudicial. Now there's a limit to this. We uh, we obviously can't have you going out and roughing up nobles, causing crime, uh, burning down houses, but you do have a little bit more leeway to investigate some of these things. There are ways that we, the City Watch, are bound by the law and find it difficult, especially when it comes to nobility in investigating these matters. But if you guys can remain discreet and not cause a stir, maybe you can more expeditiously get to the bottom of things that we are bound up in red tape over uh, to that end. There was indeed signs of some sort of religious iconography. I myself am not a historian of religion. I don't understand it. But the Tollies seem to be worshippers of some dark cult or another. We don't know if they were working alone or in conjunction with others, but uh, we, we learned 
in questioning them and uh, those who know them, they had a child that they lost recently. Um, they were unwilling to discuss much of it, but we did see uh, evidence of this child's belongings in their attic space. Uh, we also found a note, and you see him pull out a letter, which he unfolds. This was written, written uh, we believe, by the Lady Esmeralda herself. In it, um, well, it's quite sad. It is uh, a letter she wrote to her son, Bogren, who they, uh, they claim was taken from them, although there's no evidence to suggest that that is true. Um, it seems that perhaps he could have been kidnapped, perhaps he could have run away, but uh, there was no forcible entry. There, there is, in fact, a, 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 a reported crime from them, but when they were originally interviewed by the City Watch, they reported uh, strange nightmares in the days leading up to their son's disappearance. Um, in what particular, nightmares? well, I'm getting to it. In particular, on the night of his disappearance, they uh, relayed having a nightmare in which they envisioned giving their son to a group of dark, uh, they, they described them as darklings. Um, I don't know if that term means anything to you. It doesn't particularly mean anything to me. But um, you can make a uh, either a religion or a nature check. Or an arcana check. Do we need to be proficient? Uh, anyone who is can make that check. If I'm listening at the like, any of those. So also, you can make that check. Okay, cool. Even though I'm not in the room, and I'm just like listening to the door? Or? Yeah, I'm going to say that you can use drop on this easy enough. 17. You know what a darkling is. Yeah. A darkling is an agent of the Unseelie Court. Agent of the Unseelie? Unseelie Court. In the Fae, there is the Seelie Court under the leadership of Titania, Lord, uh, Queen of the Fairies. Mm-hmm. And there's the Unseelie Court commanded by the Queen of Air and Darkness. And darklings are agents of the Queen of Air and Darkness. Uh, Kevin goes on. They describe in this nightmare seeing themselves uh, turning their son over to these darklings at their home. Uh, Furthermore, they describe the nightmares in the days leading up to it of dark visions of them uh, killing their son or finding him dead in his bed. Uh, Visions, it seems, of his uh, his imminent demise or harm, and in the night that he disappeared, they had this dream of giving him to the uh, the darklings. And when they uh, woke in the morning, he was gone. Uh, following this, they receded from public life. They uh, they run a textiles business, which of late though they have enough employees to keep it running, has been uh, sort of going on autopilot, you could say. There's been very little management or oversight. Um, 
So much so that some of the employees there have sought new uh, new employment, um, fearing that the, uh, the Lord and Lady were cracking up. Uh, Sound like devil worshippers from this ritual sacrifice. But getting back to this letter, um, this letter was written after Bagran's disappearance. In it, the Lady of the House says that she's sorry. She apologizes to her son for being a bad mother and that she thinks uh, she she admits in this letter to thinking they gave up the child. Not in a, in a nightmare, but in reality. And uh, that loss has put her in contact with an entity that she describes as the Lady of Loss, who has instructed her to say goodbye, that is, to, to Bagram, forever, if she's to find solace and comfort in the future. Uh, you can make a religion check. Can I take a moment to pray to somebody for guidance? No. Hold this is this is a recognition thing. Yeah. Hold that thought for a second. Uh, Fourteen. Fourteen? Lady of Loss. That feels familiar. But you don't know why. Lady of Loss, that... Yeah, I don't know. Hmm. Um, Strange. This is why we're having some religious experts come in. Right. Hmm. Could it? So, uh, that's what we got. Um, I want to apologize again, especially to you, Mr. Chapa, for holding you in a prison cell when it seems like you were just trying to do the right thing. And you were just doing your job. Hopefully we can put this behind us, and uh, you all can use this information to do some good. Yes. I think a good um, excursion outside the city walls. Some fresh air. Oh, yeah. Uh, you, you should consider yourself released from your house arrest. And I appreciate that. I think, as you said, it might be good to make ourselves scarce for a day or two and see if things can blow over, as it were. There will, of course, I mean, at this point, the, the North Ward has become a very hot zone for crime of late, which, I'll be honest, it's given me a lot of headaches. There's a lot of citizens beating down our door saying, why can't we get things under wraps? Uh, which is, again, why I ask you, please, keep yourselves um, behaved. If you have business to carry out, try to do it outside of the North Ward. Yes. Business that pertains to uh, this business. Yes. 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 Absolutely. Sergeant. Lieutenant. Lieutenant. Loot. Uh, with that, Kevin rises, sees himself out, and you all have. You the forgot day. your muesli. <laughs> um, Door closes. Uh, it is a sort of startlingly sunny, bright day. It's that sort of like silvery shadowy light that comes with uh, late fall 
and there is a bite to the air and a, a stiff wind through the streets. Which is beautiful today. I think it might be nice to get out of the water feel the stiff breeze. New sense of freedom for all of us. We've gotten away with quite a lot. Gotten away with nothing at all. Some yep. victories today. Yes, indeed. Um, Yuri, um, do you recognize did anything about the Darklings or the Lady of Loss? It's, yes, it sounded very familiar. Quite chilling, actually, uh, as I believe I was stolen by Faye as well. Um, seems a line of disappearing children. Uh, Darklings are agents of basically Queen Titania's dark opposite. Um, what was What is she called? She is the Queen of Air and Darkness. Uh, Darklings are the agent of the Unseelie Court um, and are commanded by a Dark Queen. Mm. I wonder if uh, the Lady of Loss could be connected or... An interesting sort of side note about this, Yuri. This information, it's not like it lives in your head all the time. It's sort of strange how you recalled it. Like, you, you you heard that word Darkling... And, like, in a moment, you're just like, oh, I know what those are. And I know where they come from. And I know these things about the Fae. But, like, the origin of that knowledge still feels strangely far away to you. Like, you were able to just recall it in a moment. When most of that information is kind of, like... Yeah, most of the time, you don't think about the Fae. Or, you know, if you do, it's sort of in this more, like, abstract, like... You know, like, I I think I was there. I know I was there. I think I was... No, I was there. And, like, this this is just, like, a strange moment of clarity that you had, which was only prompted by hearing this word that you get the sense that at one point in your life it was very familiar to you. But it, yeah. you lost some of that at some point. This all feels very personal, this disappearing kid stuff. Oh, uh, yes. Very distressing indeed. Uh... Do you all want to go to the dock ward and try to get out into that harbor? Yes. Yeah, I would. All right. Uh, how do people feel? Do you want to take a little break or keep going? I'm going to take a pee-pee in a moment. Yeah. Okay. Maybe I also wanted to ask, we started, I think, sometime a little after 10, like 10.30. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How late can people go? I know you guys have a... being in Hatfield at 3. Okay. So, 2.30? Yeah. Okay. Um, which should, even if we take a break, put us up playing about three and a half hours. So, cool. Should be... Um, does anyone want to take a break or do you want to keep going? Uh, uh, he's the best one. Yeah. 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 I'm going to uh, stop for a minute. dedication. <laughs> Can you give us an example of some of this? I think, I think yeah. Like Ball of Fire is like global, global Actually, yeah. Uh, I'm going to give Yuri a, a point of inspiration for the fire because the way it worked out <laughs> was actually quite inspired. Yes. Thank you. Quite great. Tempus fluid retro. It's one of those moments backwards. where, like, I I kept rolling dice over here to be like, all right, but what about this? And it was like, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> Every time I rolled to try and be like, but did they get away like this? It was like, no. That whole person spell really fucking... I cannot believe that you held them as long as you did. The combo of whole person mixed with rewinding their saves, it's like... That is a really, really good, very potent... It's a wet dream. Yeah. For a time wizard. Invidere specialis amicus. It's find a special friend. <laughs> 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 I 
sesut uma chedere, fall like a feather. That um, finding you're familiar is what was happening during the Instagram picture. <laughs> oh, sick. I haven't seen that yet. Oh, water. Little kittens. <laughs> That's very silly. <laughs> Absolute tension. <laughs> <laughs> weekly D&D. What was the picture? A very scary picture of me being very stressed. There's a nail on your floor. That's so good. I love it. That was you waiting to figure out if you had received a chingwa or if you were overexcited. Exactly. It's all you're like, it seems like it's happening. <laughs> Day one, I was looking into Twingos being like, this this could be, this, this could, could this be, I just got this from Tommy. Oh. He's in a sink. Mm. Oh. All right. Are we ready? Ready. Are we recording? We are. Awesome. So, you all have just received uh, some news from Kevin that... Not only were the Tollies indeed found out for the body in their home, uh, the poison that you all believed they had tried to administer to chop a soup was indeed a poison, and it does seem like they were indeed behind it. Uh, they are currently being held in the North Ward prison, the same place where uh, Erskel Floxen and... Warren Growlhoon are being held. Mm-hmm. And you all now have free reign over the city. Well, not totally free reign, but Kevin says that they will look Take the other way. Work elsewhere, Kevin says. <laughs> they will look the other way somewhat if you guys want to uh, carry out extrajudicial investigations. You have both the word of the black staff behind you as well as mm-hmm. at this point. Mert, and um, this, the way things worked out <laughs> in this uh, investigation into the Tollies has lended you a lot of credence. So we're like approved vigilantes. Mm. Like Batman, kind of. You're, you're like vigilante yeah. yeah. Like you're, you're definitely, you're not quite in the same, like, bracket of, like, l- local legends, mm. but... The the city watch, at least in the north ward, are aware of you. Right. And yeah, at this point, there's been two situations where you are sort of like involved indirectly in these crimes, mm-hmm. and in both situations, you came out of it clearly on the side of trying to do the right thing. Great. I think we should go charter a boat. Do a little fishing. Yes. Um, dragon. So, so I don't know how we're planning on trying to find the dragon. Could we have a you retell us the exact like quest from Vadra? Yeah. So you were asked to 
go into Deepwater Harbor and investigate stories that fishermen, reports rather, from fishermen who encountered a bronze dragon in Deepwater Harbor. Knowing what you know now, this is a somewhat strange occurrence. Uh, this dragon is outside the official perimeter of Waterdeep, but dragons generally don't come near Waterdeep because there is this dragon ward on the city, so its presence is noteworthy. Um, the Blackstaff wanted you to go and investigate it to see what its intentions were and make sure it didn't have any uh, ill will towards the city. With that, she gave you five potions of water breathing. Mm-hmm. Wasn't that, doesn't Julian have... But then again, doesn't need to breathe. So, we're so we could give it further. I can look around for a while, but it seems like maybe sufficient. Julian presumably had it on him when yeah. he vanished, but Obviously we only about, need four. Okay, his rumble right. one, right? And has one that doesn't give on it. Yeah. Okay. We, we talked about this a while ago, but you put some restrictions on using shape water to breathe underwater, but said that it could work. And, like, if I shaped it before entering the water, I forget what you said. Um, the way that I want to do this, one, it's a creative thing, but for extended periods of time, and especially if you need to go, like, very deep, it won't work. It's like, like a bubble around my head. Of a... Yeah. The way that you can make it work is if you have time... Uh, when you know you're going to be entering water to, and you're by that water, to shape a small sphere of water, position it over your head, and then submerge yourself. Mm-hmm. The sphere have, being hollow. But I'd have to be like casting it the whole time. Yeah, and I would probably make you perform a like an arcana check mm-hmm. to see how well you're able to mold the magic. While also trying to swim. While also yeah. trying to swim. Um... So it's it's gonna be uh, it's a situational thing. Uh, again, I want to both reward the creativity, but I don't want to have a low level hack to yeah. breathing underwater. I'm just nervous about. Like you should be able to breathe yeah. underwater with a cantrip. Exactly, really, what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. So in some situations, I might allow you to um, use it uh, for short periods of time, but not for like. Okay, cool. And a pinch. Hmm? And a pinch. Emergency potion runs out. Yeah. Okay. So, how do you guys want to go about getting out into Deepwater Harbor and try to find this dragon? I think we should find oh. a boat and charter the boat with a as small as possible crew. Small boat, just to bring us out towards the direction and then stay there in one position while we go down and come back. Uh, somebody wrote me an investigation check. Not it. Not it. Oh, goddammit. I have really good investigation. I'm sorry. Ten. With the ten, you go down to the dockwards. You go to an area of the docks where uh, there's, like, fisher boats for hire. Uh, people who either uh, rent their boats for the day to fishermen or to citizens or uh, will, like, ferry people around the harbor. Because there are various homes along the beach outside of the city, so there's enough trade. 
you find um, most people are busy for the day, but there is one old man sort of sitting, snoozing in a chair next to a small sort of run-down dinghy um, who has, like, a sign out front that says, like, uh, one hour, or, sorry, like, five gold per hour for access to the harbor. Big Bob's deep sea charters. How, sorry, how expensive was it? Five gold an hour. Five gold an hour. It's one gold a piece. Yeah. Yeah. One that gold per, 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 per hour. Hopefully it won't take all day, but you know, if we have to spend ten gold each, then yeah. we could do that. Um, we also, sh- I mean, should we gather some information? Otherwise, we're just going to be right. Yes, yeah, that's what I'm around. thinking about. About like, how do we? What are we looking for exactly? It seems people love to talk about it when strange things happen to them. It's true. Um, maybe Chapa could um, try to maybe Chapa and Chuck for yeah. charisma. I was gonna say I can definitely either talk to the sleeping man. I'll let yeah. you um, take the lead. Yeah. But I want to sense motive. I want to do insight on anybody we're talking to to see if they're full of shit or not. You want to talk to sleeping man? Yeah. So you walk up to him. What do you say? Uh, excuse me, sir. No, oh, I oh, oh. Uh, I'm startled. I would be. Hello, I am uh, Chuckleberry, and I am hoping to charter a boat. Aye. Yes. And, uh... I have a boat. You have a boat. Well, this works out swimmingly, then. Mm. Boat joke. <laughs> okay. So, I, uh... I'm very curious. Tell me true, lad. Why are you hiring Galahad's boat? Galahad? I... Well, Galahad. Will it be for fishing? Oh, or do you have some damsel out there by the shores you're going to vote? Oh, no, no, no. I'm, uh, no, no. I'm just, uh, <laughs> have you ever heard of a dragon? I've heard of dragons before, lad. Have you heard of a dragon? Dragons? The water. The deep water. The deep water harbor. Anyone who knows Waterdeep knows there's no dragons in the city. Have you heard tale of recent business? Outside the city border proper. If there be a dragon out in that harbor, I'd have known it. And as he says this, yeah. you see a couple sailors walk by yeah. and just sort of snicker mm-hmm. and be like, <laughs> and say like there is a dragon out in the harbor, Galahad. Everyone's been talking about it. Oh, you, sir, sir, hello. Can, can we talk to you? Ah, the young, they think they see things out there, but I know I've been on the seas a long time, boy. If there was a dragon out there in the harbor, I'd have known about it. Um, can I uh, roll insight to see if that is true? Yeah. I would have known about it. 22. Um, one of his eyes is sort of, like, 
frosted over white. The never, other one never seems to be sort of like unfocused and wavering. He's got wooden teeth and uh, disheveled gray hair that looks like it hasn't seen a bath in decades. Mm. He seems like a true salt. He seems to believe what he's saying, but you know that there is a dragon out in the harbor. Okay. Can I follow? Can I run after the guy, the young sailors that were like, there is a dragon out there? Mm-hmm. They, oh, excuse me, excuse me. I, I couldn't help but you were saying oh, something of the dragon. Yeah, the, a, a lot of the sailors around here have seen it. It's the talk of the, the harbor. Do you, uh, can you point me in the direction, or do you know someone that could take us out there? We are a group of people who have been... Yeah, Galahad's the only one working today. Everyone else has already been hired out. Oh. Do you know... Could you give us directions, or give him directions, and we just won't say it? He's very, um... He's, listen, listen. He's sort of headstrong. Uh, I say that we could give him directions. You could give him directions. He's gonna go where his heart takes him. Could I persuade him to go specifically? Do you know? Oh yeah, you could try. Do you know what he likes? You might have to be creative. You might have to, you know, maybe it's not a dragon you're looking for. Maybe you're looking for some other sort of thing. Mm. I see. I see. Big Belchie. Big Belchie. Thank you. What's your name? John. John. <laughs> okay, Jonathan. Thank you. I uh, I go back. Wait, 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 Jonathan, Jonathan, quickly, quickly. Can, oh, I, yeah, have, well, yeah. can I have those directions for where the dragon is? I haven't seen the dragon. Most <laughs> people report seeing it out sort of in the middle-ish of the harbor. I know that's sort of indistinct, but uh, the people who've come across him have, have uh, they, they've, they've tried to do a little bit of deep, deep water fishing, yep. and uh, the, the dragons come up doesn't seem to try to attack him or anything like that. Just curious to Bronze Dragon. Um, if it was me, yeah. I'd be hightailing it. I mean, it's a fucking dragon. Yeah. Scary. Yeah. But, um... No, this is... This is all very helpful. And, and how long has this dragon been here? Uh, people have been talking about it for a couple of ten days. Not too long. Okay. It's yours, and it's not doing anything to harm anyone that comes here. It hasn't hurt anyone? No one's been hurt. No one's been hurt. It's approached some people. I've, I've heard rumors that it's, like, talk, try to talk to some people. Hmm. And what has it said? Can it talk in common? Or or just kind of make dragon noise? Jonathan looks to the guy that he's with and he's like, I some people have said that it it for it's it's coming to destroy the city. Other people have said that it's uh it's just taking its vacation out here. Some people say that it's followed a plume of fish. There's, it could be a bunch of things. Okay, so we're not sure what it's trying to communicate. I mean, look, fishermen like to tell tall tales. Mm-hmm. Some people say that they, you know, fought an inglorious battle and, you know, tried to catch it. And one guy said that he had it on the end of his line for an hour and was battling it. And, you know, 
I've seen what this guy generally brings to market, and I'm telling you, he was not catching a dragon. How big is this dragon? How you... I, again, I have not seen the dragon. My name is Jonathan. I have very limited information on a 10 investigation. What'd you roll? Let me see it there. <laughs> 10? Oh, yeah, I don't know. Sorry. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Jonathan, for, for what you uh, told us. It's all very helpful. Can I do a... Happy to help. Uh, perfunctory insight check just to make sure it seems like it's telling the truth sure. as far as he knows. So, pull on this along. Uh, 11. Um, it's gossip. He could be lying. He could be withholding some information. You don't know why you would want to lie, though. Sailor's gossip, Chuck, but this does give me an interesting idea of quickly let's join the others. Yes. Um, Yuri, when I ask you this question, I just want you to let your mind be pulled in the direction of the right answer and cast guidance on him. Do you know of any gifts that might be especially treasured by a bronze dragon? Collectors, as I'm sure they are. I make an, an arcana check. Mm-hmm. With, uh, this is actually a nature check. Freya possibly my shoulder, being a creature of nature. What was that? Oh, yeah. Getting some good. You see, great, fully worth it. Freya, don't be, don't be filthy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, let's see. Let's go. <laughs> Nine plus seven. Sixteen plus yeah. guardians. So D four. Yeah. And this is to determine what you know about bronze dragons. 20. Dirty 20. Do you know how happy it would be to, if we had like a full recording set up for D&D and then also <laughs> there was a whole side counter over there with a bunch of little foley items and microphones set up already that I could just... You have heard some about uh, bronze dragons. You know that they are indeed generally good aligned. Um, they are coastal dwellers. They feed primarily on aquatic plants and fish. Uh, they are intensely curious Creatures, they take an interest in observing other uh, animals um, in a sort of friendly and fascinated way. Um, They're also fascinated by warfare. They eagerly join armies fighting for a just cause. Um... They, uh, you also know that they like to loot sunken ships. For gold? For treasure. All dragons have a desire to collect and hoard treasure. What they view as treasure differs from dragon to dragon. But bronze dragons are, more so than a lot of other types of dragons, very fascinated by people. By other animals, they like to uh, make their lairs in seabeds. 
It's currently underwater. Hmm? It's currently underwater. It's a dragon. dragon. Yeah. It's been sighted in the harbor in water. In water, yeah. Well, I think we should charge with this. Um, Galahad? Uh, yes. Uh, Captain Barbosa um, from Pipes of the Caribbean. <laughs> and then um, just go out there and tell him we're looking for Big Belchie because we heard reports about the submarine with our big pool. I think either that or if that doesn't work, I think if we said we want to go to the best fishing spot, we heard it's the middle of the harbor for fish. Or if he knows of any ships that may be sunk. Or sunken ships. We know that the dragon will potentially be looking in uh, any recent ships that have sunk. Yes. Uh, We're um, going around. Treasure divers. Yes, exactly. Yes, wonderful. Great. Good. Grand. Wonderful. Um, Chuck, you do the uh, chartering. Galahad! Wait, Chuck. Yeah. Never mind. do it, just go with your gut. Do whatever feels best. And he casts guidance on you. Love it. Galahad, my man. Aye, boy. You seem like a knowledgeable guy. You've been around here, I can tell, for quite some time. I know the seas. As any mad knows, a mistress. Oh. <laughs> Okay. And I bet you know what lies, the treasures that lie, both fish and gold, in the harbor of Waterdeep. I've seen treasures on far-flung shores and at the bottom of the seas with my own eyes, boy. (laughs) Sorry, I'm trying not to. It's so dramatic. I've done this whole thing, but okay. I'm getting a real buttons vibe from. Oh yes. Um, well, my dear Galahad, I I wonder then if you could help us take us to the point where we can become the richest men in all of Waterdeep. No, why would I be doing that when I could be doing it for myself? Well, I could give you some of the things that we find. For five gold, I might just think about taking you out in my ship poke around in the harbor and see what you might be finding for yourself. Okay. I get my gold. <laughs> you see him like count it and just like, okay. Yeah, that's five. Choose <laughs> on one of the coins to see if it, if it bends. Hey, and it be just you who's coming or? No, me and my lot. Ah! <laughs> like for the first time he like sort of notices the rest of you even though you've been standing like right behind Chuck the whole time. Hello. Hello. Good Where'd you all come from? Don't be sneaking up on, on an old Galahad like that. <laughs> well, they, they were here the whole time, my friend. I'd have seen them if they were here. <laughs> <laughs> so where'll it be? Far-flung shores of the Moonshea Isles? No, no, just... I... 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 I think the center of the harbor, the deep part of the harbor. Oh, I mean, just fine for us. <laughs> he also is, like, looking at his craft, like, if it gets you out into deep water harbor yeah. and back, it, it's a windy, choppy day, yeah. like, it, it, there's, like, water sloshing around in the bottom of it. Cool. Uh, you'll be happy if it can get you out and back. What's his boat look like? It's a dinghy. It's got one sail attached to it and some oars in the side. 
it has like a collapsible mast. It looks like it could fit about like six to seven people uh, maximum. Um, it sits very low in the water. It's got some water, uh, like I said, sloshing around in the bottom. Doesn't have much in the way of seating, uh, but you can tell like it's it's got some rigging on the sides to like hold poles uh, for for fishing purposes. There's an anchor. Good enough. This will do. And uh, along the side of it, you see like the name of the boat. It's called the Eye of the Storm. Mm. Mm. Nice. It's a good name. Okay. Why don't I play us a little sea shanty as we head out? Would that make you happy, Galahad? Is it Galahad or Galahan? Had. Galahad. Galahad. Is it Galahad, my lad, or Galahad, my lad? As you say that, he says. I'll be providing the shanties this oh. tiny boy. Okay. Do you want? Do you like some musical accompaniment? There once was the tale of the old man <laughs> sailor sailing out to the old air seas. Like he just starts. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Perhaps we won't be noticed. Uh, he he's he's just singing boisterously as he starts to like row you out a little ways. After a while, he. <laughs> starts to raise the mast and unfurl what is a sail with some fenestrations in it, Ooh. some holes, uh, that he's at a time seemed to try to patch, but have, like now are just sort of like flapping in the breeze. Uh-huh. Um, but you do indeed start to make your way out into the harbor. Great. Um, do we get to <laughs> I'm gonna. How well many songs does he get? Galahad does. He starts to take you out towards the middle of the harbor, and he says, "It was treasure you were looking for." You said, "Well, really, we're, you know, intellectuals who are trying to figure out the histories of of the of the city and look through some some kinships, maybe to see what for for purely." History purposes. Hey. Academics. Academics. Thank you. That's the rule. <laughs> like, a ship has ever sunk in old deep water harbor. You know this must be false. It's it's a city that stood for thousands of years. Yeah. It's, it's... Not once. <laughs> I would have known. I'll take you out into the middle of the harbor, though, and you can have a little poke around and I'll maybe take a nap, and we'll see what happens. Lovely. Uh, you guys get out to the center of Deepwater Harbor. The ship is, like, bobbing and being, like, thrown around on the, uh, the choppy sea. Uh, but you can all start an investigation. You have potions of water breathing. They last an hour after you imbibe them. Right. I'm going can to use it. Bang, bang. Would there be anything on the bottom of the ship to grab onto? If I just wanted to be like hanging out on the bottom of the boat, like looking around in the water, tie a rope to you and toss you over. You would need to get underneath the boat, um, or like it, there, there's not going to be like a, a handle for you to hang on to. You can try to hang on to some of the like wood of the ship itself. Maybe I'll go down once we're in one spot. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, I would like to consume my potion of water breathing. 
All right. And then just... Maybe wait till we see the dragon, because it only lasts for now. But it is in the it underwater, so when we have to... Yeah, actually, we're going to, like, like, look around me in the water or something. How? Like, yeah, okay. Then uh, I do like not... Big bacon, chop a knife as well, because I can hold my breath for an hour. Um, Ooh, that's yeah. cool. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's aquatic skills. Okay. Yeah, maybe that's a good idea, then, before we take the potions. Right. Yeah, I don't. I'm not itching to jump into the water. The cat. cat. <laughs> I'm a little uneasy on the boat. Uh, so who's getting in the water and who's not? Chava's getting right in. Okay. I guess I'm waiting till the dragon's spotted. Uh, you get in the water. There's no sign of the dragon above surface. Yeah. Um, somebody can make a, a check if they want an investigation check. Try that again. Just to speed things along, you can either stay above on the water and wait and see if the dragon shows up, or you can get in the water and look around. But the dragon's not here right now. I'm getting in the water and looking around. And you're not taking your potion? Not yet. Well, we know that the dragon's curious about creatures, animals, right? Mm hmm. Um, Chminga's pretty fucking fascinating. What? A twinga is pretty fucking fascinating. Um, turtles. Also and turtles rare as well. That's true. Also babies. Um, so maybe go swimming and um, Freya has a swim speed. So maybe I'll just like stay, keep her very close, but we'll just kind of just be splashing around again. You can stay on the boat and Freya can get in too. Just uh, oh, that's true. Do you want to take her with you on a swim? She can come with us. Okay. Just We're not going her. far. Keep her very safe. Yeah. Oh, and maybe she'll boop you on the nose. Four. Da, 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 da. I'm going to boot Fred back and cast guidance on Fred. <laughs> yeah. um. That's her talking to you, Choppa. Oh, oh I said <laughs> Yeah, me too. Uh, Choppa, Fred has something to say to you. Oh. Yeah. Oh, don't be shot, Fred. And uh, she boops you oh, and blesses you with charm of the heroic moment. Um, creature rolls a d20, records the number, and before the next dawn, when the target or a different creature within the target's line of sight rolls an attack roll, saving throw, or ability check, they can use the recorded roll instead. Amazing. I'm going to roll that right now. Chava's magic number is... A 20 or a 1. It's a one. Hey! So I can make something fail a saving throw. That's cool. Nice. Okay. So, Chapa, you hopped in the water. Uh, what are you doing? Tell me what you're doing. I'm gonna just start by um, sort of doing a backstroke. I'm just swimming in a circle around the boat, enjoying the like weightlessness. As a uh, 420-pound turtle, uh, my joints hurt a lot. This feels real nice. But I'm just trying to, like, look as far as I can in the water while staying close, see if I see anything, or also if that causes a gold dragon to approach, like we've heard. Yes. Um, Stories. Um, So you start swimming around, splashing around in the water. Uh, Half hour goes by, 45 minutes, an hour. No dragon seems to be appearing. Do you stay in the water? Um, 
Chuck! Aren't you glad you didn't use that potion yet? Yes, I'm quite glad. At this point, uh, Galahad is just like... Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Galahad should be singing. In the boat. He should attract the dragons. Are dragons beasts? Uh, they dragons. are dragons. Like the animal class, like the classification there is dragons. Let's speak with animals. Um, dragons are highly intelligent creatures. Most of them can speak common. Okay, cool. You want to just shout, Dragon! Dragon! Oh, Chapa, that's actually an excellent idea. Chapa will cast a cantrip, Thaumaturgy, and, um... Oh, yeah. That allows me to have my voice boom up to three times as loud as normal for one minute. And then, like, first above the water and then under the water as well as he can. He's going to, like, yell, like, We've heard stories of the bronze dragon in this harbor. We wish to speak with your greatness. And he'll say that, like, a couple times above and above the water. Your voice booms out above, and some time goes by. You don't see any specks appear on the sky or flying from the cliffs to your east of Waterdeep, uh, in the direction of Waterdeep. You go beneath the water, and you do a similar thing. Now, normally, talking underwater would be a strange thing, but because you're a turtle with the anatomy to do such a thing... Your voice does indeed boom out into the inky depths below you. And it is a deep, deep harbor. You cannot see the bottom, not even close. But you say that. And uh, after maybe 20 or 30 seconds, in the water below, you see a large shape speeding toward you. As it gets closer, you recognize it as a dragon with bronze-colored scales it slows to a stop as it gets closer, and this creature gives you a toothy grin as it starts to sort of swim in a circle around not just you, but the boat. Um, and as it goes, it raises a little claw and just chirps. What? <laughs> Is everybody else able to hear that? No, you're underwater. Okay. Um, you... Honor me. My name is Chapa. I wonder if I might know yours to address you properly. My name is Zelatharn. Zelatharn? Zelatharn. Z-E-L-I-F-A-R-N. Z-E-L-I-F-A-R-I-N. R-F-A-R-N. Yes. Um, well met, Zelafarn. Um, we bring greetings from... You all at this point can see there is a dark shape circling you all beneath oh, the boat. Oh, oh, oh. Chapa is still underwater. We bring greetings from the most powerful mage of the city, the Blackstaff Vajra Safar. Um, I wonder if we might... Ooh, fancy titles. 
converse above the waves such that my companions can hear. Make a persuasion check. Respectfully, of course. Sixteen. Oh, companions, companions, fun, fun. Yes, yes, I shall make a glorious appearance for your companions. And you see him shoot down out of sight. Uh, and then very rapidly, a few moments later, erupts out of the water, rocketing at high speeds. You all are coated by a wall of water as this large shape (laughs) of a glistening bronze dragon explodes out of the water, its wingspan fully out, and uh, it seems to be like intentionally carrying this water to create a large wave that just swamps the boat. I was going to say, what's this Galahad? (laughs) It's like Sea World. We're going to find out. Um, The boat is flipped. Uh, without question you all are thrown into the water it very quickly manages to right itself Galahad who was sleeping against the mast sort of comes to the surface (laughs) Uh, it can't be a dragon you've never heard of one Galahad is very, very stunned trying to like get his bearings in the sea and, and uh, sees now that this dragon is flying overhead. Um, uh, Zillifarn is taking just a couple of circles around and uh, comes and perches in the ship itself. How? How? It's a dinghy. Yeah, he's taking up the entirety of the ship and is just like, like crushes the mast. Nice. Like, goes down in it and is just, like, now, like, his claws are sort of, like, dug into the sides of it. And you see the wood starting to, like, sort of splinter. And it can only hold him. Yeah. So the rest of you are now in the water. And he's just sort of sitting there, grinning down at you all in the water. Whoa. Uh, 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 what brings you all out here? My, my dear, uh, my dear <clears throat> dragon. Oh, we're yes. swimming, right? So I asked you a question. What brings you all out here? Why, we wanted to meet you, of course. We've heard tale of the mystical bronze dragon. And, you're to and you have met him. You have met Zelifar. Your kind is rare in these parts, in these times. We wonder why you have chosen this location to make your lair. I came here in search of treasures. I was merely passing through the area and I discovered deep below a sunken ship. I have been taking some time to investigate it, but I have found so many other strange and exciting things in the area. I'm surprised I thought ships never sank in this harbor. (laughs) Right, Galahad? Galahad is like starting to like sort of like he's an old man and he can't Uh, really keep himself up. Yuri makes a big block of ice for everyone to sit on. He just like just as Galahad sort of like sinks beneath the water, a large ice cube like (laughs) Zelifarn sees this and his eyes sort of gleam and is like, Oh you know magic. Oh, we know magic. No, it's just to magic. 
Um, very good, very good. Would you like to um, see some magic? I wouldn't say no. I've seen a lot of magic. I just sit there and just um, turn into Monsoir for <laughs> a second. And I go, and then I switch back into yes. Chuck. <laughs> He looks at this and just is sort of Oh, that was it. Okay. <laughs> oh, oh, that wasn't good enough for you? Okay. <laughs> you said magic. I thought you meant something more like this. And you see him, like, open his mouth, extend into the sky, and just a gout of lightning, like, explodes out of his mouth into the sky and just streaks out over the harbor before it, like reaches into the sky and then just like like snakes and disperses itself around. That's amazing. Um, <laughs> you're your pot. He takes a bit of a bow on the boat which dangerously like almost <laughs> tips again before writing itself. And we've heard his name out loud by now, right? The people above the water? Zelophoner. Zelophoner. Yeah. Okay. Um... While all this is going on, I want to cast Legend Lore on the name of Zelifarn. Zelifarn. Zelifarn, sorry. Can you, uh, I was going to say, can you read what... Name or describe a person, place, What's the casting time on Legend Lore? Ten minutes. So you need ten minutes to do that. Maybe I'll do it later. Okay. Cool. Um, where did you come from? Originally? And what, where were you before? Where were you before? I've traveled these sort coasts most of my life looking for a suitable place to lair. But for the time being, I merely grow my hoard and grow strong myself. Make a, uh, make a perception check, all of you. Is this within the city bounds of the dragon, where the dragon ward would be? No, you know it not to be there. Uh, 12. 19. 9. 5. <laughs> 19. Uh, you two are having a little bit of a harder time swimming, I'm going to say. Yeah. You especially are hating being in the water. Not a fan. Um, and as much as, like, you're, you're trying to keep yourselves up, and you're, like, seeing everything, but, um... Hard for you to get a good look at Zelifarn, strangely. He just seems like this dark shadow, like the sun's in your eyes. Uh, but you all see, you, you know, everyone sort of knows what a dragon is. Uh, while Zelifarn is large, he is by no means uh, what you would expect to be a full-grown dragon. He's probably still younger in, in age. Mm. Um, and... Very, like I said, very bright, glistening. His his scales are indeed, they, they seem like highly polished bronze. Some of them are just starting to get like little uh, bits of greenish blue around the edges as he's beginning to add, uh, age. But um, still still a young dragon. What, um, like how big is the dragon? Uh, mechanically are, speaking, yeah. he is large, which means in like a game setting, he takes up a ten by ten square rather than a five by five square, which yeah. you all take up. Gotcha. Um, 
But that's not, you know, that's not massive. I would say, I would say like, put him on the scale of, like, he's probably got a body the size of a horse, mm-hmm. but his wingspan uh, is quite large. His wingspan is probably, like, 20 feet. Mm-hmm. I love um, Fascinating. Um, I wonder, Zelophon, your... Um, <laughs> you, of course, will make your lair where you please to, and... The city, the those in the city leadership we've spoken with bear no ill will for that. But I wonder if we might be able to beg of you one small gift. We seek for our own purposes uh, the scale of a bronze dragon, and it would be most. Uh, Desires to us. I wonder if you might have one for us. I have many scales. But who I give them to is more a matter of whether they've earned it or not. Mm. I might have a request of you all. Should you fulfill it, perhaps I will give you the scale you desire. That's so funny. I thought you might. Really? Yes. We are somewhat of a band of mercenaries, would be the wrong word, but good do-gooders. Um, we've made a habit of satisfying favors for friends. Well, in that case, you are well equipped to handle what it is I ask of you. Please. You see, there is a ship further out into the harbor. I have tried to go and have word with them, but they are not as friendly as you all are to me now. They tell me to leave. They tell me I am not welcome. But they have such a curious craft. I wish to learn more about it. Would you all be willing to do a little investigation for me? Absolutely. (laughs) Sure. What shit? (laughs) It is further out to sea. I do not spend much time there, as they are not friendly, as I said. They threatened to attack me. But I did manage to see that the name of the ship is the Eye Catcher. Would you be able to take us there, Great Dragon? Absolutely not. (laughs) The conditions of this mission are that you approach the ship, you determine... Mainly, I'm curious what it is they have attached underneath the ship. Have you seen it and you just haven't been able to get closer? Seen it from a distance, but I have not had time to inspect it. And would you like us to just tell you 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 are hoping for information? The more information you bring me, the more I can offer you in. I love that. I would like to know a bit more about this hostile crew. Mm-hmm. I would like to know more about the craft itself. Mm-hmm. Perhaps who designed it, where it came from, what its purposes are. It is a strange thing. I've not seen the like before. Mm-hmm. I would also be curious to know why they are so hostile to me. Mm-hmm. We can figure all that out for you. We are very persuasive. They may be hostile to you, though, I'll warn you. 
I, if there is something moored underneath the ship, perhaps this submersible vehicle we've encountered once before, but it may behoove us to approach stealthily to take the potions You've of water. You've seen this vehicle before? Um, well, my companions have described it to me, but some sort of um, brass mechanism, a submersible vehicle that allows one to travel underneath the water as opposed to atop. This was not brass. This was... It was red. The one attached to the bottom of the ship. Um, fascinating. And so that doesn't sound like Big Belchy, right? Uh, Big Belchy was rusted and made of brass. Mm-hmm. Um, sort of tarnished. Yeah. Fascinating. Regardless, though, I would say we may wish to approach that ship and then um, approach underwater with these potions um, to be as stealthy as possible. Investigate that first and then the rest of the ship. Yes, yes. I wonder, um, might you be willing to to write our ship, though? To um, it, is, it is righted. You know, it, it is just... just <laughs> like, pick it up, it, dump out the water or something. It's just, you know, we Oh, oh, yes. This is a sheep. Oh, it's so, uh, so puny. I, I thought perhaps more just a raft. Uh, you see he grasps it with his talons and just, like, crunches through the wood. And you see Galahad on his cube of ice just, like, give out a, oh, as if, like, his craft is uh, further damaged. But the dragon lifts it up out of the water and uh, tips it up. Pours all the water out, which splashes and covers you all again in some more water. And then he sets it back in, and he himself just sort of alights into the water itself and sits there kind of like a duck would. Thank you. Um, Should we call for you under the water again when we have... Seek me at my ship. Oh. You have the means to go underwater, you at least, but what of your companions? We can go, some of us can go underwater for only an hour, but if that is enough time to get to your ship. It is not so far beneath the waters. Lovely. Yes, tell us where it is and we will meet you there. He sort of sticks his head underneath the water. I did say He points with a talon uh, in a direction that is sort of like from where you are right now. Uh, a little bit southerly, yeah. but not by much. It seems oh. like it's close to underneath where you were. Yeah, I saw it. This was a good guess, Galahad. Spot on. Um, yes, we shall do that. Um, wonderful. Any other questions for the dragon? No, no? Okay, cool. Let's do it. I'll await you all at my sheep. And with that, he submerges himself in the water and just shoots back down, sort of like fly swimming through the through the waters down into the darkness. You are all still sort of just doggy paddling around now. <clears throat> Galahad sort of starts paddling with on the, the cube of water mm-hmm. over to his ship and gets there and just like spills over into the ship and just like spluttering and gasping. 
There, there. You're all right. You're all right. Never have I seen a whale so intelligent. (laughs) 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 All right, pal. Nor one that flies, I expect. No, a strange creature, a flying whale. (laughs) I'll tell tales of this to my dying day. Which might be tomorrow. (laughs) Or today. Or today. Um, Let's uh, make our way towards that boat, but try to, like... Keep a distance away. I don't know how we would get there without this dinghy working. Is the dinghy not working yet? The dinghy is up and running. The mast has been destroyed, but there are still oars in the ship. And I'm also going to have uh, anyone who is proficient roll a perception check. You rumble definitely when you get back into the ship. You scan the horizon Mm. and you can see maybe another like half mile out into the harbor. There is indeed a ship that appears to be anchored. Um, Do you know the name of the Groudland ship? Oh, the Lady Groudland. I don't think. Yeah, the rendezvous ship. Yeah, I don't think we do, right? There's two ships that you got the names of in harbor. There is ostensibly a third ship out in the harbor. Uh, you didn't get the name of that one because it was not seen. By the Hellraiser or Heartbreaker? Those are the two yeah. that were in harbor that Erstel's men saw. Right. Okay. Right. Cool. Yeah. I see a silhouette on the horizon. Tell the crew. Well, let's make our way there and perhaps... Bang Bang and I and Freya remain behind and under the boat. And then you three go up, four go up and um, try to parlay. Offer some sort of pretense for being there, some sort of parlay, or um, maybe you pose as uh, you're trying to join the crew or something. I don't know. Or oh. perhaps. They're stranded because the boat is damaged and they need help getting back to shore. Yes, any any sort of plausible story you might wish to whip up, but meanwhile, Bang Bang and Freya and I uh, scout out underneath the ship. What's that sound? Sounds like a great. I'll go along with it. Good, good, good. So let's make our way there and we'll stay in the water the whole time. Chava just keeps his little head up so he can keep breathing until he has to. Or <laughs> like... Yeah, you don't even really need to, like, paddle too much. Like, you you have, like, the buoyancy and control of, a, of an aquatic, like, an amphibious animal. Like, you feel very at home in the water. The rest of you, it is freezing cold water. And with the, like, biting, whipping wind makes it all the worse. Like, as soon as you get out, you're just like, I'm wet. Like, it felt better in the water for the time, like, now that you're out of it. Um, but that is where we are going to end for today as you all make your approach. Are you going to approach in the dinghy or are you going to swim there or some other way? They're going to approach in the dinghy. We're going to approach hidden under the dinghy. Yeah. And then they're going to go up and we're going to go down is the general plan. Yeah. Okay. Makes sense. They're going to see the dinghy. Right. They probably might 
Alrighty. So unless we're all going to swim underwater, but then not everybody can breathe underwater. Yeah. And we all have potions, but we can do a little split. Right, but we would need the potions to go see the dragon potentially later. Oh, okay. Who wants to go to that? Right. Um, everybody has the potion on them, so what's the worst? So, also, sending to the dragon now that we have Yes. Mm-hmm. 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 Mm-